Listen to the LARP Lounge live on Sundays at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at twitch.tv slash errorstar. That's twitch.tv slash A-R-R-U-S-T-A-R. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 9 of the LARP Lounge. Today we are going to be making... Yeah, those are my bits falling out of my cup. I don't know why it it took so long, but uh, yeah, so... Uh, Lone Star is now hosting. Ooh, thank you for the host. Hope you did. Thanks for myself. <laughs> so, uh, let's get into it. So here we have uh, we have two guests today. They're both going to be making their very first uh, Mythic Realms LARP characters, specifically Mythic Realms, because one of them does have a character in Alliance, right? Alliance and Nero. Oh, nice. So, our first guest is Lone Star. Uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> I've been on most of the streams as a viewer. Uh, been friends with Airstar, just here supporting and, and making a character. And if I can find the time in my busy schedule, hopefully maybe try and catch a weekend or something this, this coming year. And most importantly, he's the bit boss. I am the bit boss. <laughs> I will forever be the bit boss. <laughs> we'll see that. And then our second guest. Um, Kai. I will be making my first character. I played Wednesday, so I have a little bit of mythic experience, which was a lot of fun. Yeah, he's crazy. He's trying to get me made sheriff. He's going to become sheriff, <laughs> and he's going to make necromancy legal again. He just well, that's way yet. that's way above my pay grade. <laughs> that's even, right. Even you if have I to become, start somewhere, even if I become sheriff, that's way. I mean, Lita is. know you're doing it. Lita <laughs> is with you on that, as long as we do it legally. <laughs> Alita's the one that's going to take it to the king. <laughs> well, I actually, I fought alongside the king in the wars, so. Nice. I know he used necromancy quite a bit, from what I've gathered. So he's been raised by necromancy four times, so I just need to make him legal. <laughs> and um, you got so Lita. That was, that's Zisto, by the, or that is, uh, what's, no, what's his character, character name? Zisto. Uh, oh. Um. And Anton? I don't know people's names. Yes. Nikolai. Nikolai. That's so right. He I'm like, no, so he says is... that you broke in with a Gerardescu, so that's good. <laughs> yes, yes. They all became really good friends. Yeah. So um, <laughs> they, they dissed, I dissed back, and we had a good fun. Yeah. Um, and I just soaked every single magic destroying ability for everyone. Yeah. yeah there <laughs> I'm just pretty... like, ah, I'm immune. So they had thrown abilities that would destroy your magic items and take away your powers. Well, I was first level and I had none of those. So <laughs> I would come up and they would throw a packet and be like, ha, Toro. And I would just take the packet. So I took like 13 for one guy. It might have been Nikolai. I mean, she's like, I'm just going to stand right behind this guy the entire time. Yeah, it was kind of nice. So, all right, well, uh, welcome. Thanks for being here, Mechardum. Appreciate that. I guess we'll get started. So you're making your character first. Yes. So uh, Kai here is going to make his character. We were trying to get it all pulled up, but um, it unfortunately didn't work. So you guys will just... She pulled up on the screen so you guys can at least see it. Not, no, if they can't see it, I don't... Well, yeah, for, well, unless you can pull up on your phone. I just I want to be able to see chat. Okay, that works. Yeah, that's fine. I thought the artifacts were immune. No. Oh. Artifacts could be destroyed with that, and they were like, I don't know that you would want to let an artifact be destroyed, but if it was also your only... And so some of those retired characters 
Like that's what they were. They don't have a lot of magic items so because you can only retire with like three. So uh, the so difference between the the ones that were immune were the artificing items, which oh, are different than artifacts. I know that's like confusing and very similar, but so artificing items are things that are crafted Got by it. PCs in game. Oh, see, he has no other magic items. So if he had been hit oh. with that, <laughs> he would have had to lose his artifact, which would have sucked. That's why I became oh. a good friend. Yeah. <laughs> so. You now know. And I was like, crap, man, I just bonded an item and I just bought my armor. My sword still has like five months left or my mace. I'm like, I don't want to lose any of these. I lost. I know you lost too many. So I lost three evade rings. <laughs> Which I'm actually glad that I had those because it saved so many more of my magic items because <laughs> I lost three magic items. And one of them was like super powerful for me. Like as an undead, it was awesome. And I lost it <laughs> because it was that or my um, artifact shield. So. I'm a little surprised with my giant shield that I never got hit with one of those. I always ended yeah. up not being on the front line when they started throwing those. And I was like, I'm going <laughs> to stay back here. <laughs> yeah. So, I was just be useful. Yes, be useful. Yeah, you all, you go crazy. <laughs> That's why she's bonding. Because she goes ham. <laughs> so, all right. all right. Well, let's get started. So, we're just going to go down from the top. So, player name, do you want to give that out or not? Yeah, my player name is Kai. No, that's your character name. Oh, my regular name. My name is Buddy. Buddy, okay. So, we don't need to go on the phone do number wanna, or email. Do we want to link this, the rule book? I can't yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that's it. Are we going to fill it out way. as we're going? Yeah, we're gonna, well, cool. we can actually fill it out, but or we'll... just link this sheet. Oh. Yeah, just, just link so That's what we were trying there. to get to work, and it wasn't working. Ah, oh, okay. We spent a few minutes so on it. And, the, uh, the quick start character sheet is like the last two or three pages. Of the PDF. The, yeah, the, the, the rule book that we just linked. This yeah. is at the very end. Okay. Just like in D&D, the character sheets are at the end. Yeah, that's that. Wow. I just, uh, <laughs> I just made that connection. Ding! <laughs> All right. So now the easiest way to start with making a character is actually start at page seven. So what I would, what I suggest doing is printing out the, the character planning sheet, because that's where you'll fill things out. Um, but then to actually make your choices, you start that at page seven and that's the getting started quick start guide. <laughs> so, um, so the first thing that it's going to have you do is, uh, create a character concept. Got it. You already got the character concept. You've got the character concept. Is it something you want to share or is it Oh, totally. Wanna... No, it's one of those, like, if people know about it, it'll be fun because it's just going to make that thing so much more difficult. So my character... Um, is based off of one role-playing experience I had in another game where I planned the character to die. So I made a character that was trying to make necromancy legal um, and was telling everyone the purposes and why it's good to have and how you can save everyone's life by repurposing those that have already passed, which was even better because the Wednesday game, yeah, there was actually this big pacifist that was using the undead to save everyone. And I was ready to save that guy, but... I didn't want to break in on someone's retirement. But, oh, uh, she would have. <laughs> she would have killed me. Oh, yeah. I was waiting to die. So she would. If you had tried to stop her, I have no doubts that she'd have chopped you down as well. Oh, no, it would have been funny. She, she would have killed me. She was, and she's a healer. She was furious. So there is a wonderful um, one of my favorite comedy um, stits on YouTube 
is the Helsing Abridged. So I'm going for an Alucard type character that is trying to make necromancy legal again by showing everyone that no matter who you are, don't judge other people because you never know what benefit they're getting. You don't know if they're saving your life, even though they do it in a way that you don't quite understand. It's still better to just judge the person by their actions and what they're doing as a whole. So he's going to be a good character that uses necromancy to save other people. And he doesn't see anything wrong with necromancy. We almost gave him away, they said. <laughs> Don't be given away, gosh. Given away, what do you mean? I think they like the fact that you were casting necromancy. I think that they almost got you caught. I think, but he's actually, I don't know if anyone heard other than the NPCs. I cast the necroblade like four times <laughs> and killed two or three NPCs with it. And they're like, "You can't swing that. That's what we swing." And I'm like, "Well, I was told necroblade gives you the ability to swing past." And he's like, "You casted that?" He's like, "That's illegal." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. Killed you though." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you're fun." <laughs> Uh, I wonder which one that was. That's great. It was Barry. Oh, we almost gave him away, the bad guy. We were going to give him to Mendax. Oh, oh, that's fun. (laughs) King Mendax? Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. That would have been perfect. I could have made Necromancy legal the first day. He saved so many people, this guy that they're giving away. He didn't save any of them. He butchered them and turned them into golems. But what if they volunteered? They didn't. Yeah, no. How do you know? Did Not you ask thing. them? <laughs> you never know until you ask them. You have to get all the information. If someone volunteers to be better than they are by becoming a flesh golem, it seems like they're pretty good saving their family. <laughs> See? Evil character. It's going to be great. All right. So step number two is choose your race. Hey, you already decided what you want to be. I right? am. I'm going to be human because the disguise ability is pretty awesome. That way, if I actually die and this character flops, so I can go disguise myself as someone else and try again <laughs> until I die a lot more times. So the different races, um, there's four uh, elf, elven races. There's Asurkian, Elantari, Nakmilna, and Zelikyu. And then there's two... Dwarven races, the Grungnir and the Hrungnor. Which we finally have a dwarf again. I know. Yeah, that's so cool. cool. Okay, and then there's the Thorg, which are like gray skinned orcs. Basically. I don't know what. Yeah, I know they're yeah. gray skinned. I don't they're, know what. They're, they're not. I don't know. I don't know how to describe them. Um, Dumb. Oh, I mean, Professor you Holtz. could always. I, could, I guess I could read the description, but I don't Well, know. we already went. Yeah. 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 Um, and then there's barbarian, uh, fae, halfling, human, orc, and parthen, which are cat people. So he chose to do human. So one of the, the things um, when you're choosing your race, um, you're given two options of um, skills that are specific to your race and you have to choose one of those two options. So that's something to consider when choosing your race. So that's why he chose human because disguise is one of those options. It's disguise or medicine is your options as human. So disguise it is. All right. So oh, he says Thorgs are like non-regen troll with gray skin. Ah, gotcha. So a worse version of a troll, except that you can't PC a troll. So there you go. <laughs> um, all right. 
So the next is choose so a talent. For this, so basically that's his racial utility skill. So yes. when you're like, you, if you ever look at the sheet, his racial utility skill that he picked was disguise. Yes. Because those are the ones that you start with. It was one of those two. Yep. So uh, yep. now what talent did you pick? Um, if I remember right, it was healing touch. No, no, no. Talent. No, talent. So mystic. Um, mystic. Oh, mystic. Yeah. It sounds right, considering yep. what you were doing. Yep. I gotta be a healer. He's out to heal and help everyone. Even if it's <laughs> healing through necromancy. Help, help everyone. <laughs> that's the person that can only be healed through necromancy. I'm the only one. <laughs> the only one that's not retired in game. Well, I don't know. Is there anyone else right now that's undead in no. town? No. I can't divulge that information. Straza used <laughs> to be. No, he's not anymore. He's he not got anymore. Something happened. He got cleansed of his vampirism. Yeah. I know a couple, but I can't say. Because you don't house people. Well, I know lots of them that were there on Wednesday, but they're all retired. Yeah, they're all retired. That's Oh, he probably could have been retired. She also definitely was retired. Yeah. Yeah, they were probably all retired. Yeah, most, like, half the Ghiradetskis are undead. <laughs> Jeez, and they're retired? This seems like the characters I need to be with. Yeah, they even said I had the color scheme, so. You're a few years yeah. too late. Yep. Mm-hmm. That's all right. We'll revival them. They'll all play the kids of their old characters. <laughs> that would be funny. funny. I call them the Gerdeski Juniors. <laughs> all right. So once you choose. Maybe that's my character's last name. Okay. I so. I know it yet. I got to go ask them first. <laughs> so when you choose your talent, you are then given um, options. You have to choose a utility skill that um, falls under your talent and you have to choose a combat skill that falls under your talent. So um, your utility (coughs) skill options um, as a mystic are healing touch, uh, grant well-being slash shadow form, uh, true vision slash identify, scroll making, and medicine. And you chose... Healing touch. Healing touch. That's right. So healing touch is... Uh, basically the 30 second heal healing yeah you said a lot yeah (laughs) speak up just a touch so um and now so that's the talent (laughs) utility skill now for the talent combat skill there is um mystic spellcasting vitality slash fear charm slash cause betrayal restrain slash immobilize and defend you slash weaken you. So I think I had something else for that one, but I think Mystic Casting was the one I wanted to do. Now that I learned the abilities. Because I didn't know last time, so I was just given one and I never used it. They had Repel. Was that right? I don't remember. Yeah, but Mystic Casting is mystic the, the way that I want to go because yep. obviously you need that for other things. So. Yep, yep. All right. Okay, and now the last one, it says additional combat skill. Now you can choose a combat skill off of any any tree, right? Any of the, the talents. So your options are elemental spellcasting, elemental sheath slash empower spell, grant dodge slash parry, uh, trip slash repel, uh, vitality slash fear, charm slash cause betrayal, Restrain slash immobilize you, defend you slash weaken you, weapon proficiency, parry, defend, trip, maim, backstab, 
dodge, repel, daze, restrain. Hmm, I can't remember what the... I think that was when I got repel. That's probably where you had repel, yeah. Because, yeah, out of all the... Um, everyone said repel is good. Gets people to run away. Repel and restrain, I think, are probably like my two favorite that I wish I had. Yeah. So did you want to keep that? Um, I don't know what the other ones else? do. So okay. like elemental casting sounds kind of so fun. So elemental spell casting is the uh, I summon fire one, summon fire two, summon fire three, summon fire four, summon fire five to burn you two. And it's a thrown spell. Oh, yeah. So you, you already have the mystic casting where you can throw cleanse. Yeah. Then on top of that, you could throw other elements if you needed. So you'd you be pretty well rounded at that point water. in time. Right. Yeah, you could do any of them just because you used fire. That's just an example, but... Mm-hmm. That seems good because you kind of need the elements to kill certain creatures, right? Sometimes. Yes, sometimes. But you specific... Sh- cre- some, yeah, some specific creatures take specific So what would be the elements. best utility spell? Because I have combat experience with a weapon, so I don't need a lot of weapon skills because I'll forget to use them anyway. Let's yeah. be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I just need to swing a stick. Um so if that's the best utility type spell that's like useful, because I got to be useful because if you make a, a character that's trying to do things that no one wants done, you have to be useful or you're not going to make it very far in life. You're just going to get killed because they're like, we don't like you. Go away. We're not going to come save you. So elemental sheath and empower spell. Um, that's that's one skill that has the two sides, right? So elemental sheath allows you to sheath a weapon for... Is it three swings? I think, yeah. The next three three swings swings of a element. Um, He says, Grand Dodge Parry if you are fighting. I do fight a lot. Um, Yeah, those are those are combat skills. Yeah, that's what we that's what we're looking for. Yeah, we're looking for combat additional combat skills. So Mm -hmm. um, he also said that when you were talking about the kids thing, Mm -hmm. he says, oh, man, that's messed up kids. But. No, you're right, though, because we are trying to do combat. He keeps saying, uh, but we're trying to do combat, so you're right. So, parry isn't always nice if you're going to be a melee fighter at all, because basically if they hit you with something, you can call parry, and they didn't hit you with it. The thing is, though, is that he has so much, like, actual, like, sword fighting combat skill himself, like, that he can physically parry things. He doesn't really need skill yeah there was, a, <laughs> there was an npc actually he broke character it was kind of funny um i was off by myself picking up an arrow and apparently you're not supposed to go off by yourself which is really no. nice about <laughs> mythic you guys heard and become an invincible blob of death yeah. um, <laughs> so i went off to go get an arrow for a friend and someone came up to attack me and he was he was going really hard at it he had two little weapons and he was swinging really fast and i blocked like 12 of his shots in a row and he just stopped because he was tired he's like dang that was amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, bye-bye. <laughs> um, I think I hit him with a couple of necromats and he still lived because I wasn't swinging really hard. So I'm like, yeah, time for me to leave now because yeah. you're still not dead. And eventually you'll just kill yourself by running at me and taking all my hits and I'll die. Yeah. And then empower spell does, it increases your spell. It increases the damage, I believe. I'm sorry, I'm not a spellcaster. I don't know these. Things. I know I'm not either. Like I used to be a mystic spellcaster, and I respect out of it. Yeah, you got to find the style. Definitely, like when you make a character, got to find the style that you enjoy playing. Mm-hmm. So because I do so many different fighting hobbies, I don't get a lot of fun out of LARP fighting because it's very much just glorified stick tech. 
So there's a lot of moves that like I do naturally because I've learned them that don't work in LARP because it's like a parrier post to the side of the head. Well, you can't strike in the head. Well, I don't think you can strike in the head. I no. never strike in the head in LARP weapons because yeah, it's we're just not, me. Yeah, we're not allowed to. So if you go for someone's shoulder and they're moving and they like duck down or like they try to swing on you, you end up clocking them in the head. And I, because I'm really tall, which we had a fun experience fighting, I'm able to swing over people's heads and stick, like block all their hits. So like with him, me and him had the same rage when we were fighting there. So I would sit there and heal and then start like blocking for him and everything and just tacking around his back. So you have yeah. to find one that works. So I don't like fighting. I like playing a backpack type character. Yeah. So um, empower spell is the same as elemental sheath except for force spells. So you, um, you empower spell imbues a character with improved direct healing or damage for the next three packets without changing the damage type. So instead of being like, you now cast for fire, mm-hmm. it's you now have plus three damage or healing to your spells. Oh, and I can use it how many times? Uh, it depends on your level, your skill level. So. And all right, that seems good. Yeah. Because like if that empowers my spells, then I can do that for the healing touch and then the reverse of the necro blade, right? Yep. Yeah, let's go <laughs> That seems great. I don't think it powers the healer's touch. Yeah, it's he- it's healing or damage. Well, I think it, everything it means the burst healing specifically. Improved direct healing or damage. Mm-hmm. That's what it says. I don't know. We'll have to ask somebody. But either way, it sounds like that's the way he wants to go. Yeah, so. it sounds pretty good. Like being able to heal. That was the one problem with being a new healer. I had the healing but it just took a couple. Yeah. <laughs> They're just like, I need more. I'm like, how many? Like five of those. I'm like, oh. We'll be here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah healing winning. touch cannot be increased. That's what I thought. Healing oh, touch okay. is static based on the levels of healer's touch and nothing boosts that. So he's talking about when you go up, uh, when you go up and do like your burst heal, you can increase your burst heal even higher. So yes. that'll work. Cause yeah, I'm going to plan on burst healing. Anyway. Yeah. Like right now you heal for what? Like four? Four. <laughs> yeah. If I would be there forever with you. Yeah, I know. I was there <laughs> behind you doing it. <laughs> you was like, I need more of those. I'm like, I ain't going anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just every I, 30 seconds. I'll pop another one on. <laughs> yeah. I have a lot of hit points now. Finally with my magic armor. Yay. Yay. <laughs> All magic right. armor. So awesome. All the way back to the top. Okay. Important statistics. These are important. Because okay. I forget them. Starting health right now is six health. Yep. Unless you have armor that boosts that. Or arcane armor. Yeah. You didn't Wait, take arcane no, armor, didn't did you? Armor. Wait, you can get arcane armor? Yeah. What is that? So arcane armor is <laughs> plus... At first level, I think it's like plus one hit point, And your damage ceiling is eight. Yeah, that's a utility. Is it a utility? Yeah, that's a utility. And oh, so you have to wait on that. Probably. Yeah, you can't get that yet because that's fine. It's a. I was wearing some armor, and I think my ceiling cap was five. Did you have any chest armor on? Yeah. Okay, because yeah. it's your chest armor that determines yeah. your damage ceiling. So yeah, I had chest armor on, and it was just covered in layers of cold clothing. You <laughs> <laughs> I mean warm clothing? Cold weather clothes. Yeah. Cold, cold weather clothing. Weather. Yes. Cold weather. So, armor. starting health is six. That goes up. At thresholds of skill points. Yep. Uh, bleed count is one minute. Super important. And then death count, five minutes. Yeah. Not two like I thought for some stupid reason. Why oh. did you think your death I count was two minutes? I don't know. Oof. Because that's how long it's been oh, since I've gone down. 
like well, literally, good, yeah. Like I forgot. Like, but when we were fighting those, when we were fighting those gargoyles, I got to three minutes and I'm like, oh, I'm dead. And they're like, wait, wait. And then I'm like, wait, Gomez, what's healing? What's the death count anyway? He's like five minutes. I'm like, okay, I, I got, I got three minutes left. I'm good. Because that's the three minutes total between bleed and death. Yeah. The funny part was I was at 55 seconds on my bleed count, and they come up and death blow me. I'm like. You just wasted that. Yeah. <laughs> right, five five seconds. Five now. seconds. Ooh. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So then, um, let's see. There's the additional health from armor. So you had a chest piece that covered your front and back. So that's one for your front, one for your back. It covered your arms as well. It's half a point for each arm. So that's three. And then your boots came up. If your boots cover your shins, it counts. Wait, are you serious? Armor. Yep. So I don't have to wear my armor on my legs because my boots cover. Yeah, if they come. You just can't see. You just can't see them because my pants are in the way. Yep. For realsies. Wait, like how 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 high in your shins are you talking about? Like up to below your knee? Like uh, mid shin, I think, or is it below knee? Yeah, my boots are mid shin. Nice. Yeah. So I don't even need to wear my... I mean, I'll wear it anyway because it's furry and much cool. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. like, if it's warm, it's fine. Doesn't. It's not really warm, but they're a pain in the butt to put on because I'm fat. <laughs> I understand. So that's... So you get plus four health from armor. Yep. I had a total of ten and a cap of five. That's what I remember. Yep. Did you have metal armor on? Yeah. Oh, okay. Chain. Yep. Yeah, that'll do it. Wait, I thought chain was medium. No, chain's heavy, isn't it? No, I think change medium. Okay, I think scale. Oh, scale I, is heavy. The the stuff they were hitting me was thirty four, so I didn't. Well, everything. <laughs> every, yeah. Everything was. I just took it. Everything was force ten or pass or siphon, so it yeah, didn't matter, didn't matter anyway. anyway. Yeah, block everything. That's yeah. all I knew. Like the, I was like, and every time I was gonna activate like my shadows on my armor, it never mattered because the things would die before I got a chance to. Yeah, there was one moment that someone popped an ability. I can't remember. They were swinging for like 30 or 40, and the Gerdeskis were there in like force, and I just jumped in and took like six of them and then fell. And the guy's like, I like you. First day, he picks me up, and he's just like, I'm like, oh, go again. I'm at full. We're good. He's like, you're at one. I'm like, yeah, that's full. That's <laughs> one hilarious. hits the one hit. doesn't matter. Yep. He says, that was, so what was because the Gerdeskis were there? Sorry, I missed something. Oh, because be, all the skills hitting for force or pass or oh any that's of that. why yeah. they were doing the pass and the siphon because the Gerdeskis because yeah. <laughs> the Gerdeskis were there that's why well, it was they had a bunch so of bad. retired people that were way strong so mm-hmm. they had to do something to so he was super useful because he wasn't was strong and so he just absorbed everything for everybody else. yeah it was pretty funny because we were commenting on that I'm like huh it's my first day in the guild and I'm immune to everything they're throwing and effectively don't care if I get hit. So, like, I would run up there and just take everything. And they're just like, oh, man, this guy's crazy. And then I can outsource by a couple of them where I'm like, everyone's hitting for one anyway. So I'm like, got this. I will just one you because I have really long arms, really long reach that I ended up killing one guy. I think it was right in front of you. There was a little standstill in the middle of the road and no one could swing. And I'm just, like, tapping his shin over and over and over again in his thigh and eventually he goes down I'm like ha 31's you <laughs> it was pretty funny is that when you got weakened 
Um, no, no. no the he weekend was just, just swinging for one because things were everything. like all sliding to one anyways. It was greatly yeah. reduced. So they're like, I'm always greatly reducing yours. And I'm like, yep, I know. He's like, just swing one because that's how much I'm taking anyway. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. One, one, a- one, 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 one. <laughs> yep. It was fun. Yeah. So, okay. So another thing that you start with as a mystic, you get, um, you are proficient um, uh, with the detect magic spell. Wow. So you can detect magic. I summon wisdom of the ages to detect so. magic. Um, and that will let you know what level of magic something is. Level one, two, one, three. two or three. Yeah, anything above three is um, what do they call that? I don't know. I'm not a magic person. I don't think there is anything about three. Yeah, there is. Our, our, is Artifacts? it artifact? No, our, I don't think so. No, there's some. What? Not magic. No nice. affliction. Detect affliction and detect magic. They get both. Mystics get detect magic and illuminate. Wait. You just confused him. Mystics get detect magic and detect um, affliction. Affliction. Aff- the other caster gets the magic and the illuminate. And right, yeah. That's what it is. Did I say that back? Yeah, you did. So, so mystics get detect magic and detect affliction, and then arcanists get detect magic and illuminate. So yeah, they get both. Yeah, I was upsetting Valoran because I kept getting dire charm, and like it's (laughs) the only thing I can't resist. And so he'd come up to me and he would be like, "Detect magic," I'd be like. Level three. He's like, crap, I don't know if you're charmed or not. So he just kept wasting all these grammar beings on me because he kept... Yeah. I was like, dude, I'm, I'm fine. This is a problem with having level three magic items on you. So if you have a magic item on you that is mm. level three... Well, charm's level one, so I have level right. one magic items anyway. So it wouldn't have mattered either way. Yeah. But I have... Because I have a ritual on me, I have level three, so... Yeah, I've got like four personal rituals on me, which are all level three. Okay, um... Is that it? So now technically we can go in and it's fine. Break this down into how much skill points they're putting into each one. But we'll do that after we get his because that's a little bit more technical. Um, Okay, so humans don't require any makeup whatsoever because we're human naturally, right? Okay. so basically, don't you start with like 20 skill points? Like that's starting character skill points is 20. Yes. 20 yeah. skill points is what you start with. Um, so he could possibly make some of these higher level, right? Yes, it is. And that'll yeah depend on the skills that he chose and how much skill points they cost and all of that. So do you want to go into that before we make his? Yeah, we've got okay. tons of time. All right, let me find the chart. Believe it. Believe it. <laughs> now that brings me back. Oh, um, old school Naruto. Old school. Never seen it. Oh, yeah, no. The first season, I'm guessing that's what that's from. Okay. I would say the first season of Naruto. I mean, I have seen the, the abridged version of it. He said believe it every single episode two or three times. <laughs> and All right, I'm gonna need none of the fans liked it. So I, as soon as I hit the second season, he stopped. <laughs> they're just like stop that alright so you have kind of it. yeah that's why Mystic I thought you were quoting like oh I've heard that for so long that's so funny <laughs> okay. 
So when you're at home, you don't necessarily need to go into all these skill point breakdowns and everything. That's what you'll do in an open house. Yep. Um, which we have one coming up this Wednesday because at that point, then they would uh, they actually have like a nice uh, Excel <coughs> spreadsheet that like does all the math for you and everything. And so it's just basically like, uh, how much is it going to be for me to take two levels in this? And then they'll, they'll just do the math and they're like, oh, there it is. There's the uh, breakdown. So, um, but we're going to try to do this anyway, just to kind of guys show you guys that you can at level one have higher level abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, or not level one, but at character creation, you can have abilities higher than their base stat. So, question for you: If healing touch goes up, does the necroblade go up? I think so. Spend all my points for the rest of history. Well, there's only three <laughs> levels of healer's oh. touch, so that's that makes sense. It goes up it's, four every time. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. That's why someone was kept to twelve. Yep. It's yeah. actually really nice. Yeah, it's one of the few skills that um, right. has only three. Okay, so level one mystic spellcasting. That ability is really good for me. Is so the pass. If you hit someone, it bypasses all their defenses and goes straight to their body. So they're getting points. So for someone who has really long reach, and I can just tap a knee or a thigh really easy, just like oh, take full damage, take full damage, take full damage, run away. Because a lot of things had a lot of defenses, and it bypasses their defenses from what they were told me. So I did it on one guy. I came up there and hit him. Um, someone gave me an ability that infused my weapon to hit for nines. Oh. So I was hitting for ones, and this guy cornered me by myself, and I'm just like, alrighty. Um, I just cast my little necro thing on the way out there, because I'm like, well, if I have to be caught out by myself, I might as well be prepared. Yeah. yeah. So he came up to me, and I'm just like, all right, I guess it's time for you to die. Nine pass, nine pass, nine pass. And I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, you can't swing for that. I'm like, yeah. It's this ability. I'm like, it worked really good on you. So um, I forgot to loot him because I wasn't worried about looting because I don't care. I don't care what happens. Um, I'm just going to use it to buy other people's affection. <laughs> looting. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's not worth it. Yeah, because yeah. someone else will do it, right? Not even that. Sometimes they just don't even think to give them money. Yeah, sometimes uh, the NPCs aren't. They just don't even have it. Yeah, it would make sense in the, like, super cold where you're just like, I ain't digging in my pockets. I have gloves on. It's yeah. super hard to get in there. Okay, yeah. so starting with 20 skill points. Okay, level one mystic spellcasting is two skill points. Um, elemental sheath empower spell is three. Down to 15. Uh, disguise is eight. Yeah, it's like a down to seven. Yeah, and then healing touch is four. Down to three. So you've got three more skill points that you could spend. I don't think anything is going to cost three. Um, Mystic spell casting costs. I thought that's the one I got. Three, if you wanted to get level two. Uh, what does level two do? Uh, more cleanse damage, more burst yeah, damage. Yeah, it increases your, your damage. Well, actually, he needs to pick. When he does that, he needs to pick if he's doing static or burst or... That's something we didn't go over, right? Because yeah. that's what it is with Mystic Spellcasting. Mm-hmm. Did you, do you remember what you did no. if you did? No, I didn't use that one. I didn't use anything but Healing, healing Touch and the, yeah. the reverse of Healing Touch. Yeah, because that's one of those ones that you pick. You pick if it's... There's three options. It's just like all the other ones, so they have the three options. It's either yeah. Static Damage or Burst Damage... Or something else. I don't remember what the third one is. 
So what is the... Obviously, static is a set number. Burst is a higher number, but in less of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one burst of plus... Let me just put it. I have a feeling he's going to be you. Yeah, he probably will. <laughs> okay, so with Mystic Spellcasting, you get your strike. Um, so a strike. If you take this option, you gain one strike per battle. A Mystic Spellcasting strike allows a character to quickly cast... For either plus five damage or healing for three spell packets or plus ten damage or healing for one packet chosen at the time of casting. To use this strike, you must say the incant appropriate for your chosen damage healing type followed by the damage healing type and amount. I summon life to cleanse you 13. The strike is used whether the casting hits or misses. If the three spell packet option is taken, all three packets must be of the same damage healing type and must be used in immediate succession within 10 seconds or the remaining packets are wasted. I summon life to heal you eight, heal you eight, heal you eight. Uh, You may take this option multiple times. However, you may not use more than one strike on any single target. This is the skill granted by bonus uses of mystic casting. Uh, heightened strike. If you take this option, all mystic spellcasting strikes do more damage, increasing by an additional plus four damage healing for the three packet spell, an additional plus eight damage healing for the one packet spell. A character who took this option twice would use healing spellcasting strikes for plus 13 damage for three packets or plus 26 damage for one packet. Mm. So you have to get strike before you can get heightened strike. Yeah. Yeah. Or then there's and then the it's static. the static plus two damage or healing. And that's just a all the time. Plus two. Microdome and says that doesn't oh, sorry. oh he just says strikes are better for Mystic in my opinion. Yeah that's kind of what I was thinking. Um because that burst seems to get people out of the problem pretty quick. It does. Yeah. Yeah I think that's what I'm gonna go It really with, does strike. Um and since I like to swing I can swing weapons with it. And it goes for the whole play of, I'm a healer, and if I need to attack, I can flip it and do some damage with it. So I like that. So yeah, I'm going to go with strikes. Okay. All right. So we're going to go... So that puts you at 19 skill points, because okay. we're getting you level 2 mystic spellcasting. No, each level is not an accumulative. It's a new... So he has to spend three more skill points to get level 2. Three. Yeah. So he's, he's at 20. Right. So that's oh, yeah. literally going to cap was... you out. So each level, yeah. so it's not like one more skill point from the level before. It's right. literally another three skill points. So yep. it gets expensive really quick. Yeah. I was looking at the so, wrong chart. Yeah. So they have, they have the chart broken down for the skill points per level. They have it broken down two ways. They have eight, the cost of each individual level, and then they have a cumulative yeah. so if you've got a bunch of skill points and you say well i'm i want to buy up to level five you can just look at the cumulative chart and it's say it's going to cost me you know 10 skill points to get this skill to level five or it's going to cost me um 22 skill points to get this skill to level five depending on what skill it is and then how much do you get uh per level so it's like, per event per event it's two well so it depends. So it's well, five dollars for one skill point and ten dollars no, for two skill points. Oh, six. six for one, ten for two. Ten for two. 
Yeah. If you NPC though, you have the option of doing double skill points or uh, five dollar credit. Credit. So if you want, like that's why a lot of people will NPC for a little while. So you still have to play at least one session of twenty skill point character. But then after that, say you saved up to get up to like fifty or sixty, your next session you come in at that or your next module, I guess you could say. So, but they always want. Yeah, every new character has to come in at least once at twenty skill points. That's half the fun. Well, that's yes. it. They want everyone to have that one event where they're like, ah, everything's going to kill me. Yeah, I got the opposite. It was great. <laughs> it was pretty good. So funny. It was pretty good. So. All right. So that's, I mean, that's basically that other than like choosing costuming and background and actually talking with some of the other players and seeing like, hey, do we know each other, you know, from beforehand, uh, establishing backstory and things like that. But as far as the actual character itself, that's that. And and knowing someone in your backstory doesn't have to be super involved. Right. Like one of them that just recently came in literally met someone in passing in a tavern. Yep. And they were like, hey, you should come check out Falcon. You should come check out Northwatch. Okay. I mean, it was literally that simple. It was not. Yep. I mean, I have big tie-in in my backstory, but mm-hmm. and so did my brother Boji. But you don't have to go that extreme you don't have to do it at all and coming in as a group is fun too oh yeah if there's a bunch of you guys that want to start playing you know make your your characters together that you're all you know like the Giridetskis who will be on next week they're all family um or uh like I brought in Aziza I brought her in with my daughter and two of her friends and we came up with this you know, elaborate backstory of, you know, cults and trying to find a cure to heal someone's sick dad and, you know, all of that stuff um, that brought us to Northwatch. But yeah, so you can you can get really elaborate with your backstory you and keep it pretty simple. It's uh, plot really likes to have some sort of backstory to work with, even if it's kind of vague. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's how you get plot. If you never turned in backstory to plot, they won't give you plot. I mean, you can include yourself into plot, but it's hard for them to direct things at your character if they don't know your character. Yeah, if they don't know what you want, what your desires are, or even some background that they can start playing off of, it is hard for them to be like, we're just going to make stuff up and hope he likes it. You know what I mean? Like, that's the thing. So, yep. Um. I don't know how much we're going to go into backstory on this because I'm supposed to have another couple of guys talk about that, but we'll see. It just depends on time. Yeah. So, um, but let's, so that's it for your character. So as you guys can see, even in the beginning, you can have some skills that are above level one, just depending on what skills you buy. He ended up buying the skies, which ended up costing a lot, uh, but that's not always necessarily so going to be the case. can you buy it later? No, you have, you have when to buy you it pick so, it at character generation, you're, that's, that's yeah. it. Yes. So... You can choose to um, only start with two or three. So you have you have to pick your starting talent and racials. Got and it. then that, that starting combat skill that you get to choose any off the tree, you can forego that and mm-hmm. put those points into something else if you want to and then pick that up later. Oh, okay. Every time a slot opens up as you progress in skill points, um, you don't have to put anything in that slot. Right then. So, like that empowered one, I wouldn't have to get. No. Right. Oh. 
How much points is that one? Because more healing seems great. Because I'll probably forget it. Uh, that was three, but I don't know if you can get it. Another... I don't think you can get yeah. another level of healing. Yeah. This is the next level is going to be. Are you talking about Healer's Touch specifically? Yeah, that or? one or the other one. That way, yeah, it can be Healer's really Touch simple. has big jumps because there's yeah, only three levels. Healer's Touch is six skill points for the next level, and then Mystic Spell Casting is four points for the next level. I mean, the other okay. option that you could go with is instead of taking Disguise now, you could choose First Aid. Or medicine. Medicine. Mm. And then you can always and pick up Disguise later as another utility skill. So okay, that's what I was wondering, too, because yeah, I'm not planning yeah. on using Disguise until this character dies too many times for people to go, yeah, I really don't like that guy. Yeah. And go, okay, well, I'll play a different guy. Yeah, yeah. So, that's like, so like you have to pick a, a, a racial utility, you but you don't have two. to pick Disguise now. You could pick Medicine now and then pick up Disguise later. Medicine is four skill points opposed yeah. to the eight. And that would give you enough for the Mystic... The other Helio Touch? I think so. Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so Because that makes it easy. I just want to make it easy because I won't use Disguise for a long time. And if everyone keeps liking this character, then I don't know if I'm going to use Disguise, so. (laughs) (laughs) All right, yeah, so. It's just in case he dies. So, Medicine gives you the ability to first aid. So, oh, that was another ability I saw that I liked because people were using that like crazy. Yeah. Which one? First First aid. aid. That's how you get people out of their bleed count. Yeah. So, it puts you up to one. Um, and dazed for 10 seconds. And dazed for 10 seconds. Which they like the healer to remind the people of. Oh, yeah. So they, so they, they like you to count and be like, first aid, one through 10, and then at 10, say, up at one, dazed for 10 seconds. Just a, just okay. as a kind of reminder, because some people get the heat in the moment. It didn't okay. used to do that. No, it didn't used to do that. Okay, that works out, because like, I was thinking about that earlier, because I'm like, if I first aid them, then I get to sit there and heal them, and just go, okay, stay here, I'll heal you. Yeah. And that's what I. But at least they're up and defending themselves. Yeah, exactly. Yep. yep. Because oh, perfect. When you when you start healing somebody, you also pause their bleed count. Yeah. As soon as you start healing them, but if you get interrupted, mm-hmm. then they're still bleeding. <laughs> so yeah. Okay, so if and you can take... you block um, while you're healing someone? So for instance, someone's attacking me, and I'm healing someone, and someone swings at me. Can I block, or is that? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you can block. Oh, but if sweet. you get hit, yeah, then it interrupts then it. it interrupts it. Oh yeah. yeah, no, I'm gonna be super healer. Yeah, let's go with the medicine one. That one seems better than like a second level healing touch. Okay. Yeah, we sh- you should have enough skill points for that. Okay, so that gives you because you can get rid of the power one too. Because keeping it super simple when you first start is really, really important. Yeah. Because when you're like, yeah, I got 20 abilities. I don't have them more. Like in D and D, you're just like, look, I got 20 spells. I don't know what any of these do. I don't know that you'll ever get to 20 abilities. So (laughs) you want to forego the elemental sheath and power spell? Yeah. Yeah. Just keep it to the the burst healing and the healing touch. Because that's what I plan on doing. I want to backpack people. I want to be useful and have fun and be a big block stick for them and a big door to catch spells. Because... All right. So that puts you at (laughs) 19. That's how you make friends. You just take all the abilities. So there you go. So that's... Uh, second level mystic spell casting, second level healing touch, and first level medicine. Perfect. So healer, healer, healer. Awesome. <laughs> Necroblade. <laughs> yes. What does that do for the Necroblade on the second level healing touch? More damage, probably. Yeah. Let me does it? In- did it increase my damage last time? Oh, I just thought this one for pets. No. Yeah. It was. It's just. Uh, you know, it might be it might not do anything. I don't know. I don't say know not a lot of people cast. I don't know so, necromancy, okay. so the player rep oh. guy is just like you will like this. So I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, bring. 
He was like, you like this spell. Well, yeah, because he used to throw necromancy all the time, and he got in trouble many yeah. times. Okay. So wow. Necroblade. Necroblade empowers... So that no one cares to turn you in. Or make him the sheriff, so that way if they turn it in, you'd be like, stop doing that, and then tell me to leave. <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> You're trying to buy me. I see how it is. I'm not going to buy you. I'm going to get you a wife. And she is going to help you become sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Necroblade empowers the caster to channel death magic into a, a weapon. The caster must plant a foot, place a hand on the target weapon, and maintain contact for 30 seconds. Necrotic Blade is not interrupted if the caster speaks, but is interrupted if the caster takes damage, moves the planted foot. Just one foot has to stay planted. Not both. Um, uses another skill or item or breaks contact with a weapon. Necroblade allows the caster to use Wraith Blade at first level, Disease Blade at second level. What does that do? And Reaper's Blade at third level. Oh, that sounds way cool. And you can choose at the time of casting which one you use. So you can, at level two, you can use Wraith Blade and Disease Blade. Wraith Blade... Uh, the target weapon may swing for pass damage three times in the next five minutes. Okay, so always line her up. And then disease blade, the target may swing for cause disease three times in the next five minutes. What does disease do? Um, if it's disease poison, it's uh, half their hit points and um, what else does disease do? Uh. They Does have to lower? walk? Is that the one where they have to walk? I don't think so. I mean, no. it might be. Is that weaken? That's, I think, I don't know. I means it doesn't come up a lot. Well, I don't remember because I have I have an item that when I got diseased, I got cooler. So I don't remember what disease does. I just know that when I and I got diseased, I got cooler. So I forgot. That's kind of cool, though. Because, like, if you have a tag team where you're like, all right, I need a disease, you're just like, Yeah. Makes the target unable to walk any faster than a slow walk for 10 seconds. Additionally, the character's maximum health is reduced by half round down for the duration of the logistics until the disease is cured. That is fantastic. So the walking is only 10 (laughs) seconds, but the hit points is... Until cured. Until cured. That is fantastic. Yeah. Because then my little one damages become useful because if they have 30 hits, then I go to 15. Yeah. Yeah, that's way good. Yeah. Man, these things keep getting better and better. Necromancy is amazing. <laughs> I don't know why anyone's doing anything else. Because it's illegal. Because <laughs> you get caught enough and you get not, executed. If that's you're why. not sneaky yeah. enough, it's bad. And I'm just going to make it legal and then everyone will be necromancers for like a year. Then it'll become illegal very fast after that. But for a year, everyone will be able to play necromancers. It'll be great. <laughs> <laughs> you missed... Um, what was it the where were they just at where necromancy was fine to cast? That's what everyone said. Arbor Isles. Yeah, you just missed, <laughs> you just missed the place that would have been great for you. Yep. Okay. Okay, I think that's that then. Cool. Ready to do Moonstar. Yeah, freaking love that. <laughs> Alright, so let's pull up the, the sheet again. Thanks, baby. You're good. <laughs> yes. That's exactly <laughs> That's what I was thinking too, actually. I'm like Nerds. What's up, Nevitz? <laughs> hey Nevitz. Woo! You want this one or the other sheet first?
That one's fine. Wait, what was the other sheet? All right, Lone Star is the best. Oh, no, we don't really need that one. <laughs> yeah. We kind of went over that. Like, these are really good questions to help you flesh out your character. So right before the character sheet, there's a one that says, it says Mythic Realms character form. That's cool. And it's got a lot of questions to kind of help you... Figure out a backstory. Figure out some information on your character. Like, you know, what's... That will also help you determine skills. Because once you know that, you're like, oh, I was a barbarian from the north. Well, then you're not going to be throwing around spells probably if you're a barbarian from the north because barbarian, you know, but doesn't mean you can't. It just usually helps you figure things out. So, um, so yeah. So, that's just some good questions. What motivates just, your just, character? Yeah, just read through the questions. Um, and then if you want to, do you want to go through these questions and answer them or do you want to just... I don't just... know if I have all the answers to them. So. All right. So we'll just read the questions so that our... our viewers well, answer them to the best of your ability. So... Yeah. So we'll just read through the questions so that you guys know what they are. Well, that is important. <laughs> <laughs> what is your character's full name? I only have a first name, which is Flynn. Flynn? <sighs> You're way cool. I like you. <laughs> we can be friends. Okay. I'll never let you die. <laughs> F L Y. Uh, F probably F L Y N N. Yeah. Two N's, nice. So let me read the second one. All right. What currently motivates your character to live each day as an adventurer? This is something that you'll get asked in game a lot, especially when you first come in. They're like, well, why are you here? You know, like, what brings you to Northwatch? You'll get that question a lot. Uh, why do you explore ancient elemental tombs, search for treasure in old caverns, hunt legendary monsters, and seek out the forgotten ruins of ages past? Yeah, so I have a, a bit of a character concept in mind that we kind of chatted about, and and that's probably the answer to this question. So my character, uh, I intend for him to be an Elantari. Did mm -hmm. I say that right? Yep, Elantari. Yep. And uh, the Elantari are an elven people who are uh, pr like pretty into combat and, and battles martial. and martial. Yeah. yeah. And so my character grew up uh, working as kind of a... a what is your quest? What is the, the airspeed velocity. Air speed velocity of an unladen swallow? Uh, okay. So, um, yeah, lost my train of thought. Thanks, Nevitz. Uh, okay, so my character grew up working for his father as a weaponsmith, but he didn't want to do that. He is here following his dream. He wants to be a bard. He wants to sing and have adventures and make friends and have fun. And so that's that's his quest. That is his motivation. He wants he explores dungeons because he thinks it's fun. Well, and because he wants to have great stories to share in his music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he wants to bard it up. Yeah. The you, way can't, you can't sing about your conquests if you haven't had any conquests. Yeah. That's true. Uh, next question is, where does your character come from? Where has your character lived since then? Is your character an oath-bound citizen of any kingdom? So I don't know the answer to this. You guys tell me, where did the Elantari so, come from? the Elantari are most likely from Ethlin's Ethlin Isles. There's where I'm from. <laughs> yep. That's where, so that's where Lita's from. Lita was originally in Elantari before she turned undead. Uh, I was in the military okay. uh, in Ethlin's fire. So. See, so yeah, I'm sensing a tie-in. My father maybe served in the military. Yeah. Well, like the thing is, is that just because all other Elantari are from there doesn't mean you have to be. You could right. you could have been born and raised in Falcon Crest. You could have been born and raised in the Queen's Lands. Like, yeah, but 
No, Flynn, Flynn wanted to escape and he, get it far away where he could live the life he wanted to live and not be pulled yeah, have that does kind of make sense because you've been with all the other elves and so you wanted something new and different. So that yeah. being from there does actually kind of make sense with what you've said. So that, that works. So uh, are you a citizen of... I don't know that they have citizens of the Ethel Isles. I don't think Ethel Spire has citizens. How long have you been gone? Like, have you sworn... Did oath? you just leave? Oh, I just left. I okay. just showed up. <laughs> That when when so, I show up, I just showed up. Yeah, so I was like, I heard some fun stuff was going yeah, on so here. You won't be a citizen so, uh, of Falcon Crest. Here I am for sure. Right. So, okay. Number four. Play an instrument. Number four. Yeah, I do. Are you gonna play your instrument as you travel? Sure thing. Yes. You should. Those they are, the are my favorite characters in the world. I get a beater guitar because yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I will be there to protect you because the yeah. bard is the most important person at the party. We, will have, <laughs> we can have two bards singing a duet to us. It'll be yeah. great. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Great Sir Robin. <laughs> you just have to find someone to be your Sir Robin. Svetlana, her other uh, other character is a bard and she plays guitar and sings. That's fantastic. She's good. Okay. Um, where are we? Number what four. might you encounter that truly terrifies your character? Trolls, one. undead, elemental magic, spiders, necromancy, clowns. <laughs> Boring. <people>. I mean, <laughs> I don't Boring like clowns. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Here's one I don't have an answer for yet. Oh, All right. Gosh, that is a good one. It is. I'm going to make it clowns. Like, go full on <laughs> necro mean, against clowns be like, no, you deserve to die. Just <laughs> <Yes. laughs> like, Joey didn't necessarily have an answer to this question in yeah, the beginning. But I do now. Like, Joey's fear now is his bonds dying. Bonds yeah. are... So he's a warden, and he is bonded to people oh, to help Oh, to protect alive. him? Yeah, right. that's So cool. he's bonded to Lita. So I've already experienced my fear once. Because I died right in front of your face. <laughs> no face. <laughs> there was nothing you could do about it. I mean, there was. I was just too slow. I mean, you yeah. know. Well, if you did necromancy, you could so say it's not your fault. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it is, it is my fault. I'll, well, and, you'll teach you necromancy, and, Jovi, and I'll never have to leave you again. And Jovi you takes bring it back. Jovi takes it very seriously. Yeah. All right. So the next question is: What is your character's greatest aspiration? To be the greatest part of all time. Obviously, obviously. the best part. He wants to be so sought after that. You know, the King of Falcon Crest would want to to be in his audience. He, if you've ever read, like, The Wheel of Time, he wants oh, to be yes. Tom Marilyn. Yes. Got it. <laughs> I like this character. Boji says uh, his fear is the world supply of bacon running out. Terrible. And in fact, <laughs> in fact, there was actually a time where we were experiencing nightmares while walking. We were experiencing daymares. And his daymare was that, like... All the pigs in the land had died from some disease, and, oh the, and the meat was not edible. So, like, bacon was gone forever. <laughs> and, like, he just started freaking out. He's like, no, no more bacon. <laughs> so, they actually, so the funny that's thing funny. is, they know that that's his fear, and they used it against him. And it was funny. <laughs> it was great. Okay, next question What is your character's greatest secret, and who knows it? Ooh, I like this. I don't know if I've got that one yet either. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he was conscripted into the military, but he, that's why he came. He was dodging conscription. Ooh, draft dodger. Cool. Gotcha. 
OG and Jovi have a big secret. <laughs> da, da, da. Dun, dun, dun. You're secretly the world's greatest tap dancer, but you're so afraid to do it in public that you'll never do it. <laughs> I, I, I grew up doing two things, weapon crafting and ballet, and I don't do ballet in public. <laughs> exactly. The DDs come down and watched you and graced you with your presence, but you don't do it in public anymore because they're not worthy. <laughs> Uh, so see the next one is <laughs> what has been the most significant moment of your character's life and why telling his father he was leaving because he was disowned wow dun, dun, dun. okay uh, please concisely describe your character's backstory <laughs> Think, Concisely, four hundred words or less. Yeah, you kind of got yeah, into that already. We did. So we're, we're did a good really there. good job. Some people they they put this on there because some people turn in like a novella. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, and this is everything that my character has ever experienced in their lifetime. Because it's fun for some people. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of people enjoy that, but yeah, plot doesn't want that. Plot wants. Oh yeah. They they want story that they can manipulate. Yeah. <laughs> That's what want. Well, and beyond that, who wants to memorize like, yeah, 40, 30 page long backstories? Yeah. Nope. It's yeah. like DMing for 40 people. You don't want to read that much. Yeah. <laughs> Listen to the LARP Lounge live on Sundays at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Aerostar. That's twitch.tv slash A R R U S T A R. Ascendance Gaming Center in Salt Lake City, Utah is a proud sponsor of the LARP Lounge. Ascendance Gaming offers top-of-the-line gaming PCs, VR stations, retro gaming consoles, and board games. Located at 583 Billings Road, Suite Number 5 in South Salt Lake, Utah. Mention this ad and get a free hour of PC game time. So here's kind of a good one actually to get you started, and this would be a good one to answer. What type of plot lines would you like your character to become involved in? The ones that are gonna have make a great story. I mean, he he's not he doesn't not have a lot of tales. fear. He but he also doesn't have a great desire to get into mighty conflicts because he's kind of a pacifist. But he wants to be able to tell a good story. So if if it's dangerous, he's still gonna go because he wants to be able to tell that story. That's yeah, we don't need to answer that last one. <laughs> no, you That's don't. the most important. Yeah, 10 um, is the most important me. if you're filling this out, but <laughs> yeah, just uh, we so, don't need to tell it. Yeah, 10 is important so they can contact you. and It's basically your contact information so that plot can can get a hold of you for plot reasons. <laughs> so let's go with the character sheet. Player name, Lone Star. Lone Star. <laughs> no Lone character Star. name is Flynn. We need to become best. Oh, friends. are we not logged in? <laughs> <laughs> I just realized I'm like, why are we in? Oh, that's why the sound I'll didn't get play. You a backup dance group. Yes. Sorry. That sounds great. All right. <laughs> I was waiting for it so that I could. You like skeletons? Be like nobody say anything. It'll be Halloween themed, but yeah, it'll be perfect. A little bit of each, so that they can, you know, they can fill the different roles. Exactly. So, I'm thinking pygmy. Skeletons All right. with Jack Leonard heads Ooh, and ghost like this. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so your race is going to be the Elantari. Yep. So did you look through the racial yes. skills? Yes. So weaponsmithing is going to be the skill that I take. Okay. Because so it fits it, your backstory. It fits my backstory. And so 
Um, if this is for both of you, if at any time you decide that you want to change your skills, we do so have go the island. We do have an ability to do that, right? You go to to the island um, and reforge spirit soul forge. forge. Soul forge. Soul forge. Yeah. Your character. Um, you gain the ability to do that. Um, at certain skill point amounts, whereas no, it's... That's nice. There it is. Okay, so you can you can do that um, at 50 skill points, you get one retraining. Um, at 100 skill points, you get a second retraining. Um, at 250 skill points, you get a third retraining. At 500 skill points, you get a fourth retraining. And so retraining is different than soul fork. Yeah. So retraining allows you to pick one skill... And get rid of it and choose something else. Okay, that's right. And you get all the skill points back and whatnot. Heaven says, no, you need to be barbarian. We need more barbarians in game. (laughs) Sorry, man. I know that I have the body of a barbarian, but I have the heart (laughs) of a bard. All right. You could be a barbarian. Come on, man. (laughs) A barbarian, yes. (laughs) When I get really mad, I just use my guitar as a weapon. Just sing some some screamo metal. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Oh, okay. Sorry. Forgot about this. Everyone gets a third option. If you don't want um, the, the two racial options, you can choose diversified training. Okay, diversified training allows you to uh, use one of the um, crafting skills. Um, You can use the trained only. So we have like uh, armor polishes for armor smithing, right? There's some that are usable by any, and then there's trained only. So if you get diversified training, you can now use the trained only um, crafting items from that specific craft. And every level of diversified training, you um, pick a new category. Pick, a, pick another category. Okay. So that's another option if you want to do that instead. Because that's what I ended up doing. Because I started as an Elantari, I started with dual wield and then got a two handed sword. <laughs> I never dual wielded ever. And so I chose diversified training because I didn't want weapon smithing because I already had armor smithing. So. Yeah, see, like, I have diversified training, weaponsmith, and armorsmith. And what is it, first aid? Is that what they call it? Yeah, so I have all three of those. Yeah, I have diversified training in uh, weaponsmithing and uh, alchemy right now. So that lets me use, like, the reason I took those is because I had a lot, I have armor, and I couldn't use a lot of the armor buffs because they were all trained only. And I was like, yay! Cool, armor buff, have it, because I can't use it. So like, I was like, this is dumb. I want to use those. So I spent like two or four skill points yeah, and got diversified training. training. It's way cheap. Nice. So, in fact, I think that was my first level uh, was diversified training. That's what I picked. Nice. And that's different than multi-talented. Um, multi-talented. He literally just mentioned oh. that. That's so funny. <laughs> Like as you said the word that popped up, multi-talented is a good one too. Oh, that was one of the ones I was wanting to get. I think. Yeah, so multi-talented um, gives you the starting proficiencies of the other talents. So if you're, you know, a a rogue and you get multi-talented, you now have the starting proficiencies of a fighter, a mystic, and an arcanist as well. 
So you get the ability to illuminate and detect magic and wear heavy armor and use a shield. Okay. All that stuff. So, um, but I don't know how many skill points multi-talent. I don't know. I don't even know. Like, I have all the stuff to look here so maybe I can find it. I can find multi-talent. Yeah, that's the hard part is that I, it's like not on the regular list. So you can use oh, yeah. any weapon as anyone, right? Yeah. That. Yeah, that's one nice thing. They were like, hey, we're not gonna. So. Because that's too hard to, like, restrict. It really is. And it's one of those, like, as a, like, any character, as a human, as a, like, a being, pick up the weapon you like to have fun with, because that's gonna help you have fun. The fact that you have to pay for it just annoys me about the other games. Just like, that's a thing. Mm hmm. Yeah, I don't know where. I don't know where to get the information on multi-talented. Do you know? Maybe it's, it's in the Heroes book. I don't but think so. I don't so. think so. I think it's... Because it's a regular ability. Uh, let me do a control F here. Multi-talented. Oh, look at this guy. You can do control F on your phone? So can you. I mean, I'm sure I can. Oh, I that's right. You're on, a, You're on an iPhone. Your so iPhone, that's right. Probably can. All the cool people can. <laughs> but the rest of us can. It's under Android users. Okay, let's see. I think you're... It's uh, under utilities. It's under utilities? Okay. I found it. Under who's utilities? Diversified Shop. training. Thank you. Oh. <laughs> I think that's what I picked up. Mm. And then I think I retrained out of it. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah, right there. Look at that. Ta da! Dun, 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 dun. Multi talented grants the character the starting proficiencies of all talents they do not already possess. Oh, so that's a diversified training skill. Oh, that's good to know. So you can get diversified training multi talented. How much is that? Just curious about the points. I think yeah. I like where I'm at right now. But yeah, being using a shield every once in a while is kind of nice. Diversified wow. training is two skill points for level one. Wow. That's so cheap. And then four skill points for level two. I think it's two every level. You only need one. Yeah, you only have one skill point less. left. So you have to either yeah. wait or. Yeah, I'll just wait. Because my Can you wear armor as a mystic? Uh, <laughs> I don't know if you can. I think I got that wrong. Yeah, I don't think uh, you can. I think that's why I that took it. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Because I think that's why I wanted to get it was so I can use armor. Mm, and use armor and a shield. Like that's why I have it because oh, I'm technically a mystic yeah. mace too. Light armor. Yeah, you, so you couldn't wear your skill oh. mail. So well, I mean, he could wear it. It just wouldn't count. Yeah, it wouldn't no, count. Work. It would. It would look cool, but it wouldn't actually give you any of its benefits. So, um. Yeah. yeah, that's one of the things that um, that Mythic put into play recently is that you can wear whatever armor you like. You just can't call it like heavier than it is. You can't wear um, a light armor and call it heavy armor, but you can wear heavy armor and downgrade it. If Got you it. think that the heavy armor looks cool, then by all means wear it. But it doesn't give you the benefits of heavy armor if you can't use those benefits. Makes sense. Yeah, he says you can wear armor, but not heavy, so. And I think yours is medium, so. But that says light, so. Yeah, this says light. This says light. 
And then... Yeah, rogues and fighters can use medium. Your first game, you get one point, right? Well, you get... Did you pay? Did you pay ten? No, he. It's his first game. It's free. Oh, okay. Two skill points. Okay, so that two extra skill points, I can get multi. Yeah. (laughs) If you show up Wednesday, you can make your character. You have two extra skill points, and you can get multi. You can get multi. I can have a shield now. Yep. So. Um, Be like careful, this guy that I'm healing. (laughs) Oh wait, no, they'd have to have the ability to use the shield, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. You could always just lay it on their body, I guess. I'll just Bayamax people, give them a nice big hug and block with the shield. They're like healing, touching you. Because oh. that works when it's cold. <laughs> All right. So let's get back. So what was your... Oh, yeah. Weaponsmithing was your racial utility skill. Weaponsmithing. So what... And what talent did you choose to go with? I'm going to go with Rogue. Rogue? Okay. As, as more of a pacifist character, I think it makes more sense than a fighter it would be. Okay. Hands on. And yeah. as somebody who hasn't LARPed before, I like we were discussing before, I think it's probably like D&D that it's easier to start off with a, a character that's a little less complex. Yeah. So a fighter or a rogue seems like a good way. Okay. So uh, in that, what did you choose as your your talent? Your so utility, I'm, I mean. I'm, I'm thinking that I want to use, well, for my combat, I think I want to use backstab. Yep. <laughs> the answer to that is yes. For my utility, I'm not sure uh, what I want to use. I'm thinking maybe Tinker. That's cool. Okay. I think that might kind of fit with my character concept. I mean, okay, so I'm going to... Um, you can still make the decision to do both. but So Tinkering and Weaponsmithing are both crafting skills. Um, it costs money to craft. Um, and a lot of skill points if you really want to delve into it. Yeah, so um, you get you get um, production points is what they're called mm-hmm. to spend on making items. You get two production points in the, in first level. You get is it two or is it four? Two first level is two production points. Each level one item costs one production point but it also costs coin. So um, you can make two level one items at level one because you have two production points. Um, those production points only count for that specific uh, craft. So you, you'll get two production points for weaponsmithing and two production points for tinkering. Um, and they, you, they don't overlap. You can't exchange those. Um, so... That's something to think about. Like I, I'm at web, at um, armor smithing. I just got into artificing, which so armor. All of your crafting goes up to level five. We haven't talked about crafting yet. No, because it was kind of a, kind of its own beast. It is its own beast. So, okay, it's it's a mini game. Yeah, and that's why we actually are going to talk about that in season two, and I've got someone to talk about it already. Yeah, but, so we'll I'll just give you a brief. Overview. Yeah, we'll just. Okay, so um, so crafting goes up to level five. And at each level, you get um, new things that you can make and um, you get additional production points. Um, The production point goes, the production point cost goes up with each level, um, but you also get more production points with each level. So the first level you get two production points, second level you get four, 
oh my gosh, I'm going to mess this up. And I'm... Yeah, see, Nevitz even agrees. She said, I'd use the other utility for something other than crafting. So based on the character concept I've presented, what do you guys recommend as a good utility skill? What are they? I've got, for a rogue, there's waylay, quick search, pickpockets and conceal, disguise, hide, dual wield, alchemy, and tinker. Alchemy is also a production skill, so I would mm-hmm. stay away from that. I know Waylay's kind of nice too. Waylay's like a knockout skill, mm-hmm. right? But have to be behind them. You have to yeah. be able to see their shoulders for like ten seconds or something. But um, and if you're going to be backstabbing, you know what I mean. You're already going to want to be behind them to do your extra damage anyway. So they kind of, they're kind of two skills that go hand in hand. So, um, but that's up to you. But that's kind of what I would take. Waylay's always been handy. Yeah, um, so Waylay knocks him out for 10 Waylay's... Okay, let me just read it for you. A character with this skill has the ability to render a target unconscious by hitting the target accurately from behind. The attacker must be behind the target and hit the target between the shoulder blades with the normal striking surface of the weapon and call Waylay X, where X is a level of Waylay skill possessed by the character. This skill may only be used with a light weapon, um, so a short sword or smaller um, if the target is hit by the attack and unable to defend against it, the target is rendered immediately unconscious for 10 seconds. There is no limit to the number of times per day you may use this skill, however. Wow. Okay. You must wait five yeah. seconds between attempted uses of Waylay. Many monstrous creatures are immune to Waylay 1, and a few monsters are immune to Waylay 2. However, only a rare few are immune to Waylay 3. A character who is wearing a helmet is immune to waylay one and may call no effect when struck. He's immune to waylay two yep. as a warden. Um, at waylay level three, the character is granted plus one to the level of waylay immunity. So, for example, a character with waylay three that is also wearing a helmet would be immune to waylay two. Ooh, maybe I need to take waylay so I can be immune to waylay three. <laughs> Because that's the only thing that gets through to me. The nice thing with those are they're very defensive as well. So if he gets charmed, well, not him, because we already established that it's working. If she gets charmed and you're able to betray, and she starts going crazy on people, you're like, hey, take it down. Yep. Just put him down and be like, sleep first. What a lot of people used to do with me before, before I had my coif, I had a helmet. And before... If I got betrayed, they'd come up and they'd knock and my helmet off, off and then away they me. Because the then they because they knew that I had a higher but now with the coif that doesn't work because that's not very easy to take off. So yeah. um but it, it 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 happens all the time. Like I'll get betrayed and I'll just get away. So that actually sounds like it might make the most sense anyway as a pacifist character that I would be more inclined to knock somebody out than to kill them. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do I that. Alright. And it's pretty fun. When someone's just annoying and you're just like, you're telling the story wrong, thud. <laughs> this is how it's told. Uh-huh. <laughs> Barred it up better. Yeah, That's funny. Absolutely. I like that. So, Waylay, and then your combat talent was backstab. Yeah. So I get two combats, is that right? But one one has to be tied to my talent. Yes. Right. Okay. And you, like she was saying with him, you don't have to take so, another one. You can save the skill points and spend them on something else. Right. So backstab is the the combat skill associated with your talent. Yeah. So you can get one more combat skill. Okay. So let's see. I've taken backstab, which is two. I've taken weaponsmith, which is four. So that's six. 
And then waylay is four, so that puts me at ten. So I have ten skill points left. Wow. Um, so I, I was thinking I want to take days because uh, when you guys talk skills, I just rewatched that. And Crow was like, proceed with caution. Crow was really uh, encouraging the the benefits of days. So yeah. Well, what while well, days is good, I think trip or um, rep- not necessarily repel, but what was the restrain? Oh yeah, restrain. restrain is a really good one. I I had been for a long time. That's one that I retrained because nobody nobody oh, ever yeah. listens to you. That's the hard part. Sometimes you'll swing your skill and people don't hear you because they're being hit by four other people. Yeah. And I'd be like, all right. And they're just not taking that. No one ever takes me. So I just trained out of it. (laughs) Yeah. So, well, so maybe you guys can help with this too, because when I play games or D and D I'm like a hoarder with abilities and everything else. And so I'm bad at using things. Like if I have, like when you were talking about a burst versus a static, I would never use the burst because I'm always me. saving it for the right moment. And then when the right moment comes, I'm still like, there's probably going to be a better moment. Left. So I usually just don't end up using it. So I want more static abilities that are going to be constant than things that I'm going to have to like make the judgment call to use it because I'm just I'm just going to save it. That's just how I'm. Right. I mean, so like Waylay is great because I'm not limited. Mm-hmm. He said I can do it as many times as I want. Backstab, I would do the static plus two attacks from behind because same thing so what are other skills maybe that fit with that so now it says survivor allows you to half the duration of waylay and other knockout effects is that a utility though yeah survivor's a utility yeah skill. so so um could he not potentially could he not potentially just increase his static damage with weapons too yeah i guess i could yeah, take so backst- weapon proficiency right yeah so, yeah you could um backstab and weapon proficiency that's actually i started with that combo so weapon proficiency gives you um, at every fifth level gives you a plus uh, one plus one static damage if that's what you choose to take. Well, you get course. it at level one and then at level six. At level five, or so level, level five one, level five, 10. level ten. Okay. Um, and so I'm at level ten, so I'm at a plus three static damage. Wow. Now on all of those in between levels, you just get the strikes. I never used them. For me, it was just all right. Let's spend the points to get to the next level because i forget to use strikes yeah i'm that there's too much going on in combat for me to remember to do that yeah so um but so with um backstab you do additional damage from behind and your um weapon proficiency and backstrike stack from behind. So from behind, I do if I took weapon proficiency level one, I'd do a plus three. So uh, backstab is plus two from behind. Mm-hmm. Weapon proficiency is plus, plus one. one. Yeah, so he's so, right. Yeah. Plus three. So plus three from behind and so plus. That seems like one a good way to go. Yeah, you... that's more of a static thing, which which seems because I'm like you, I hoard abilities. I don't yeah. ever use them. I just, I just don't. Can I, you? Use... I... I'm sorry. Go ahead. Can you use strikes on waylay and backstab? So, for you instance, mean, like, if you uh-huh. had, like, um, a couple strikes that you hardly ever use, just use it for when you backstab. So, it's just be like, add another three, or does it six because of backstab? If he was using a strike, it would be more damage, but he couldn't use it on... 
the waylay, no. But okay. on the backstab, be good. Just check. Because the waylay is basically one, two, or three, and you're done. Okay. That's it. There's no way to boost waylay. So that's good. Um, yeah. Yeah. yeah but he could potentially do a strike from behind and do extra damage there for sure. So um, if he remembers to use it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's one of those, like, for me, it took me a long time to use strikes. I always did it as your first one. That way you always used it. So you're just like, all right, first time I do this, I'm going to open up really big, use it for a little bit, and then well, bad. Because in Mythic, you get them back way fast. So you stand around for five minutes, and it's back. Yeah, so that's the thing about combat <laughs> so skills. Is the combat you can use in each combat as long as there's a five-minute rest in between. So it's not like a utility. Utility is a once-per-logistics or daily kind of a it thing for yeah. session, you know. So combat's... I use my combats a lot more often than I use my utility because I get them back after a five-minute rest. So, like, even though I'm a hoarder, when it comes to combat, I will use them. I will use my parries. I don't use my defenses often because I don't know if they have their own defense. Like, yeah. I need to start using defend a lot more. I usually only use it on death blows and stuff like that because that's, like, huge. You know, oh, kill the one, you know, defend, you know, whatever. So... I would say even when it comes to hoarding, combat skills are still ones that you can use yeah. more often. So backstab is just like weapon proficiency. Like they are the exact behind. same thing, except it also gives you a plus one from behind. If you take Because the, you can yeah. choose to do just plus one damage yeah. with a backstab. Yeah, you can do plus from one from front, front or, or behind. behind. Okay, now oh, if you choose true. the just plus one damage, that does not stack with weapon proficiency plus one damage. Oh. But if you choose the plus two damage from behind, that stacks with the plus one weapon proficiency. So that seems damage. a way to go. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. then I get a plus one no matter what and a plus three from behind. So yep. that's great. Yeah. So let's go that way. That puts okay. me at 12. So I still that's... have to use eight. Yep, you still have eight points. You have a lot. Can you just keep buying those over and over yep. again? Yeah, so is, is backstab the same way that like every fifth level I get benefit or so back stab yeah it's every fifth level and the the so two through four give you a strike per battle mm -hmm. so you get one strike per battle at level two you get two strikes per a battle strike is like do double is or? a strike is plus five damage for three attacks or plus ten damage for one attack okay so yeah, so you get at, at level, so at level one, you have your plus two damage from behind. Um, at level two, you have your plus two damage from behind and, and a, a strike. strike. And then level three, plus two damage from behind and two strikes a battle. Or not a battle, a day? Hold on. I don't know. I don't use strikes. I have them, I think. Mm, <laughs> I don't yeah. even know if I have them. Do you have to activate your strikes, or is it just the three? You just swing. You don't have to say activate strike. You literally just swing the damage. Yeah, got it. No. So if you have a lot of those, you can just chain that for, like, one bad guy. Yeah. Just be like, all right, I'm going to use a strike. Here's three strikes. Here's three more. Here's three more. Here's three more. And then that's usually be. about how I think it's actually three. per day. I think it's per day. And I yeah, think because it's a bonus. Oh, yeah, okay. it says note that each bonus use grants you one use of strike per day. Got it. So... Yeah, strikes all in. So yeah. I guess <laughs> it's too much to remember. Yeah. I it is. Could, it's a uh, lot to remember. I could just go big and use six of my eight remaining points and get waylay level two. Yes. It's yeah. always good. <laughs> so maybe I'll do that. 
because like when there's okay, problematic no, monsters and this is the best thing is you'll get ignored being a low level character all the time because they're focused on the guy that actually hurts yeah when you don't hurt you're just like get up yeah. <laughs> well and the nice thing too about waylay is while they're unconscious they're considered prone and you can kill and blow them while they're prone yeah okay it's to kill people it's yeah. amazing it's nice because well, every other game got rid of it because it was so good. <laughs> so you guys did it right by only being able to use that every five seconds, which is nice. Okay, well, let's do that. I'll just use level two, and then that means I have two left, right? Two skill points left. Yep. yep. And you can just save to those. Use some other day. To use when you get more. Yep. On a, on a range. Yeah, but you can parry Whaley. Yeah. But the you fact can, that Whaley is on... Whaley from... Parry. Parry from Bally. I don't know. That's it why because <laughs> yeah. it's a magic skill. <laughs> yeah. It's a I magically blocked you even though I didn't yeah, really. This magical sword comes out. Even though I didn't even know you no. were there. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way live for you. That's okay. Give me five seconds. You can parry, yeah, exactly. evade, or sidestep. Yeah, I don't know why you like, sidestep. Five seconds is very quick. Like people will ignore you again because if this guy is fighting me or she's fighting me, she hits a lot harder. I'm gonna ignore them. I'm gonna ignore you as an NPC and just be like, yeah, whatever. And then five seconds later, you're like, one, two, three, four, five. whack. <laughs> like okay, now quick. guys, get him. <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. So no, the, I don't like it, but you can. Yeah, the, yeah. the parrying from behind is weird, but you can yeah. do it. It makes it better because you used to call it's called walking the line. If you were a rogue and you were fast enough um, in other game systems, and this is probably why they redid the rule because I know Mythic was based off of the other ones. You can run down and go, wait, 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 and knock out an entire line of goblins or humans oh, and just like wreck everyone. That's awesome. Yeah. The, yeah, thing, is, the thing is, is, usually once you do try to use a waylay, they're going to turn around and face you at that point in time. So you yeah, like you guys will be behind them. Yeah, so you, you have my just... attention. Yep, exactly. So it's like, even though it's the five second thing, they're going to be like, nope, uh, you tried to waylay me, you're going down. Like, then you just need a rogue bud where you can both waylay and the person just spins around. <laughs> or I just wait until I hear them use a parry and then I waylay them. Yeah, you just what are the odds they have more than one? A lot. Oh, a lot. Yeah. All right. What are <coughs> it's, it's a matter of whether they want to waste it on something that's not going to hurt them immediately. That's yeah. Well, but when it comes to a monster, they're death load, and so they're going to use it on them. Yeah. So they're going to almost always use it on a waylay. The nice thing, too, is like every waylay you do it lets his like other big attacks go in, like slays and other stuff, because they have to they have to parry yours, and when they don't have any more, yep, killed. Yep, anything that you can use to uh, waste defenses. defenses, you want you burn through their defenses, and then that's when you start doing your damage. So, yep. Okay. Cool. We can go ahead and minimize that now. Yeah. There we go. So, I'm not gonna lie. Really quick, I wanted to talk to. I'll uh, wait till he comes back. Wait till who comes you, back? Yeah, oh, do you hear, yeah. Oh. I mean, he already kind of knows what's going on, but I'll wait till he's coming back anyway. But uh, we should so. ask um, Lone Star uh, some questions. Okay, I have a question for you, real quick. Oh, okay. Since you do actually LARP, mm -hmm. this question does apply to you. Yeah. What does LARP mean to you? I ask it to everybody here that plays LARP. Like, what does it mean? So LARPing, um, LARPing means to me, so like what I get out of LARPing is, um, LARP is where I would go if I wanted to intensify roleplay and live D&D. In my opinion, LARP is cosplay D&D mixed yes. together with physical activity. So if you can physically do it, you can go physically do it. 
if you're good enough at talking it out, you don't have to roll a charisma roll. You can just Do roll it. with it and keep going with it. Um, you get to make friends in a, a setting, of like a live setting, where you can be an introvert. This is why I love it. You can be a total introvert and a lark. They're the biggest extroverts. Every single one of them is just like, oh, I'm going to get friends and I'm going to be this person because it makes you be who you cannot be. Or it's a part of you that you get to bring out and be more of in a setting where everyone is safe because everyone's doing the same thing. So you can have a character that is a total, what's the way to put it? Charge our binks where no one likes this person at all. Everyone hates it. It's just like, just go die, please. Please just go die. And in real life, they're the nicest person in the world because they want to play that because they don't have that, they don't have that ability. Yeah, they, they're always being the nice person. They want to be the mean person. So LARP is for me being amplifying um, certain qualities that I want to play and just having fun role playing it. For me, it's doing things that I don't really can't do in real life. And I play a lot of characters that like to push the envelopes. So it's just like, all right, let's see what I can do. Um, I got addicted to it at first because you can be a rogue and you can be stealthy. And as a big six foot four guy, I'm like, all right, I want to be stealthy. I want to be a rogue. I want to be the waylay guy that sneaks around behind everyone, which I'm like, super hard to do. But because I worked at it, I was able to go rogue a bunch of people in the dark as a like six foot four guy. And you get to learn all these things. You're like, wow, this is kind of an interesting cool set. I like it. This is fun. So it's it's a lot of fun for me. It's the best role playing you can get in my opinion. It's better than D and D. You just have to physically do it. So it's also more trying than D and D. Lots of naps. Physical exercise. <laughs> Lots of naps. I never sleep when I LARP. <laughs> That's like, not the fun. I get no sleep when I LARP. <laughs> when you get, when you're a high powerful character and you get to take naps all the time and the town runs in and wakes you up, save us, save us, save us. You're like, oh, I feel like a grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Low level characters are way better. So funny. So that's awesome. Alright. So real quick, now that now that Nevitz is back, I wanted to talk to my few subscribers that I have. I finally have a sub well, it's being approved right now. Well hopefully it's being approved. I do I finally have a sub emote. Uh it's not there yet. Uh, basically, the emote is the shield. Nice. So, um, yeah, so you guys will soon be, anyone that's subscribed to me will be able to use that special, unique emote on my channel and on other channels, I believe. I've seen people use other use them on you other channels. Yep. You can use your own and anybody you're subscribed to on any channel. So, for so. example, I can use my puppy mode here right yeah. now. Yep, there you go. <laughs> There's that's his. Awesome. That's his emote for his channel. So, um, <laughs> but yay! Yeah. So, like that. Yeah. Like that's especially. Yeah, and that's bacon is uh, Nevitz's specific for his channel, so he can use that. Nice. So, and I guess that's yours. What does it say? It looks Hi. Like, <laughs> oh, the claws. It's still the old one. Oh, okay. From here, it looks like a cow's udder. It's just like a bunch of little... <laughs> That's not what it looks like yeah, at all. It does like from a... this far back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was wondering, I'm like, what does that mean? And it, yeah, looked, it looked like a paw to me. Like a paw with claws. That's yeah, why I was I'm like, wait, that away. says something. Now it looks like a cow I'm too far away. Move. <laughs> so. Yeah. All right. Sweet. That's cool. I'm excited for that. Yeah. I want to see it. I mean, we can probably show it. 
Oh, yeah, sure. Can we? <laughs> you can just pull yeah, the, the image off of your Discord. We do have the file on your Discord. Oh, Outlanders, you can leave a lot of Discord. <laughs> um, we take everything. Tasting <laughs> the game turkey. <laughs> so while she pulls that up, other than so like, I know that you were already kind of interested in LARP before my talk show. What what got you interested in LARP, like initially? Like, I know you still haven't come to play yet, but like well, you had some inkling of what it was, which is why you came to the talk show. So like, how did? I mean, I, I played D&D a lot, and so I used to not understand quite what LARP was. I, I thought it was, like, just kind of what you do, like the combat thing, with, but with fake weapons. And I didn't think that there was a role-play like aspect behind it, which I didn't quite... I, I don't know why I didn't realize that, given that live-action role-play. I, I should have made the connection, but I didn't. <laughs> But I, the dumbest reason that I really knew what it was is I watched Supernatural. Yes. And Charlie <laughs> from Supernatural was into LARP. And so that's how I found out what LARP was. And so when you mentioned that you were doing a, a podcast on it, I was like, oh, it'd be cool to find out about a local one and learn how it really works. Uh, because at that point, I you know, I realized that there was the combat aspect, but there was the role-playing, you know, live-action D&D kind yes. of stuff. Yeah. Which, I mean, I like D and D a lot, anyways. Yeah, uh, it's the best because then you get like costumes like this that look amazing, and the D and D moments where you're like, you're all role playing. You don't have that pause button. You're like, oh crap, guys, what do we do? You literally have to answer it at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Which is the best, but also the worst because you have that person in your party that Leroy Jenkins everything, and you're just like, <laughs> someone knock him out. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, they did that to me at one of the weekenders. Um, we had a couple of uh, um, undead come into town and they came in specifically looking for me and um, we were trying to convince them to join the light side instead of the dark side in the fight against Tal's War. Do you remember this? The mm -hmm. three undead that came in and one of the undead made me vow as a, as a knight to um protect him and make sure that he wasn't killed otherwise he wasn't going to come into town and talk to us at all and so I did but the guy was a complete asshat <laughs> <laughs> and he um, he was like alright I'm leaving and I'm going to go join Talsagor and y'all are dead and you're going to be my fodder and blah 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 and he looks at me and he's like are you going to make sure I get out of town safely like you vowed and as a white knight I have to and so I was like, all right. I'm like, no, guys, don't touch him. Don't touch him or I'll attack you. And people are like, let him like walk away. And I'm like, <laughs> I know, but what am I supposed to do? So they knocked me waylay. out. Yep. <laughs> they knocked me out and they killed him. No, they didn't waylay me. They knocked me out. I was down for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so when I came up, he was already dead. And I was like, oh, all right, thanks for that. <laughs> because they're like, aren't you upset that they, they knocked you out and they made you break your oath? I'm like, I didn't break my oath. I couldn't defend him. I was unconscious. <laughs> what was I supposed to do? Like, well, heal him. I'm like, I don't have any healing abilities. <laughs> like, yeah, what true. am I supposed to do? Go get a healer, I guess. I'm like, and 
necromancy is illegal and that's how you would get him back up so yeah no it was good (laughs) yes i feel like you can go pretty deep into like the money hole in DD, and i feel like you can in larp too but at least in larp like you can show off this cool armor to non DD people or non larp people and it's still cool but right. if i'm if i spend a bunch of money on some really cool dice and i show them to somebody who doesn't give a crap they're like you wasted 30 dollars on those dice and i was like i'm like yeah <laughs> so on halloween on halloween i wore this and in between locations i didn't take it off because it's just too much of a pain in the butt so we we decided to go get some some food real quick because we hadn't eaten yet and I'm in the drive through window and I'm paying and the guy sees my armor and without even like it was almost like he was mesmerized like he had to reach out and touch it like, yeah. and that's exactly it like it was, yeah, he's completely uninterested and he like and he's like well that looks cool you know like I could tell you I could tell he liked it because he reached out and touched it without even saying anything and like if I wasn't used to that I might have been weirded out but I'm totally used to it I get touched a lot yeah um, but Nevis has a good point LARP costuming weapons can be expensive but don't let that deter you from playing there are plenty of people who would be willing to lend your gear to help you get started it doesn't matter if your costume isn't perfect right away yeah absolutely like, so I had um, a friend come over to my birthday party on Friday. She's going to she was going Saturday morning to go play her first PC LARP character. And I was like, hey, just come over to my birthday party and I will get you geared up. And we got her full costume, just stuff I had in my basement, you know, costumes that I've done before or whatever, just leftover stuff. And I was like, hey, do you have a staff? Because she she wants to be a staff wielder. And she's like, oh, yeah, Marley's letting me borrow his staff. And I was like, all right, sweet. So she didn't put in a dime for her costume. And she's going to look freaking awesome. See, and, and for a while, I used someone else's shield. I didn't have a shield for a very long time. And I just kept using someone else's shield. Um, that's actually how I came about my mace is because I had a sword that I was borrowing and then I decided I wanted to use a mace and I had a mace that I borrowed and then I ended up buying the mace from the guy I borrowed it from. Or I didn't. Nevis bought it to me for Christmas. That's awesome. So, yeah. And then you yeah. Can, sorry, you can that, get hoarders as well where it's like, hey, you're a new person. You fit some of my stuff. I have like five characters. What look do you want to go for? Yeah. And <laughs> just go yeah. with it that way. And also another thing, at least with Mythic, so I'm the quartermaster at Mythic, and we have tons of costuming. We have a lot of costuming. And if you ever want to come by and just say, hey, I'm looking for, you know, a costume for this type of character, I'd be like, all right, come on over and we'll let you go through our stuff and you can borrow. Mythic absolutely lets their PCs borrow nice. costuming gear. Yeah. So and and talking with Aristar, he mentioned, or Jovi, he mentioned that, uh, you know, you've all kind of said that lots of people will, will NPC until they've got enough skill points that they're ready to jump in as a player character. But he also mentioned that NPCing, they supply everything. So mm-hmm. yeah. I can go, I can learn the ropes, I can mm-hmm. have, you know, be into it. And in the meantime, I can save money and I can put together my own costume and and, you get to, and build skill points. Yeah. And then when the time comes, I jump in. And you get to feet. learn how the combat works and you get to learn, you know, the different skills and what type of play you like to do. Do you like yeah. to be a caster? Do you like to be melee? Do you, you know, do you want to heal? You know, like 
those are all th great things that you get to learn while NPCing. It doesn't cost you anything. They provide all the costuming. You just come in whatever's comfortable. Um, like I know at Alliance, they prefer their NPCs to come in like nondescript black clothing. But at Mythic, we don't care. Just come. I think the other thing at Mythic <laughs> is they just don't like blue jeans. Just because that kind of ruins the immersion. Yeah, other than that, some blue jeans. yeah. <laughs> other than that, I think Mythic has been pretty. Mm. Yeah. Just kind of whatever, because our tabards cover most of it, so we yeah. don't really give a, yeah. give a hoot. But when you first start, there's nothing greater in this world than being a crunchy. It is a low-level character that doesn't have a lot of abilities where you're just going to die over and over and, and over, over and over and over again. <laughs> but that is the funnest thing in the world because you know you're going to die, and it doesn't matter if you die. So you walk up, annoy someone, they kill you. You walk over to another person, annoy that person, they kill you. You walk over to another, and you're like... I learned this one ability because this is the only ability I had. So now I know how this one works. And you do that for every single one. And if you tell like your game runners, just be like, hey, I want to learn how to abilities. Can I play a crunchy with just one ability? Can I have it like four times? Yeah. And <laughs> we have pretty nice. Yeah. A lot of times if there um, if there are complicated NPC characters to play that have a lot of abilities and you're like, I I just can't do that they'll give you exactly that they'll give you a so if it's a fire elemental they'll give you a fire wisp where you just cast this one thing that's all you do you've got 10 skill points and you just respawn every minute you know yeah, like super fun <laughs> yeah so now it says also don't think you need to come in the game as a high skill point character either i have tons of fun with my under 30 skill point character when i play it and that's true. i mean yeah i came in high skill points but that's pretty rare most people don't I just spent lots and lots and lots of time in PC because I had fun with it. Like for a while, I didn't ever want a PC. I was like, no, I'm just having fun playing monsters. But then eventually I had enough. I had enough of my character fleshed out that I was like, all right, now I, now I want to play him. You know, so it took me a little while. But once I got things fleshed out and then I was like, all right, now I now I have the vision. Now I'm ready to play him because now I'm excited for playing him. So, yeah, and I'd say do both because the game is very different for each one. The NPC, you're like always hustling bustle, but you're changing, you're flowing. It's a lot more laid back on the roleplay wise, unless you're playing a lot of roleplay roles. And then the other one is you're very involved, you're very in with every single person. It's a different kind. So like you get more role playing as a player, you get more fun combat, death monster kind of things as the NPC. And each one is a very different experience that mm -hmm. both of them I think should be tried because yeah. you might not like one, you might love another. I have a friend that he does sword fighting with me. Doesn't like playing a player character. Man, he loves playing an NPC. He's like, I'll go out there and die a thousand times. This is fun. His wife, on the other hand, she can't play an NPC. She's like, no, no, no. I want to. I want to be the towny person. I want to sell stuff. And that's a lot of fun. Yep. Nikolai started as a twenty skill point character. Yeah. I think they all did, and that's why they were all shocked that they survived as long as they did. Yeah. <laughs> they came in. They'll talk about that next week, but. The, uh, the dichotomy that is the Gyrodesius. <laughs> but, uh, um, Wait, these are the guys that were like planning their characters to die, right? Yeah. They, oh, I love these guys so much. <laughs> yeah. so. They, were, they were planning on their characters not living very long because they were total jerks. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I need to talk with these guys and be like, I'm the long lost Gerdeski. I don't know if that would go well, but like, I need to talk with him, but I love that. I think that would be great. Yeah, he was. He was expecting, they were all expecting to die, but we'll talk about that next week a whole lot. So, because um, next week is an evening with the Gerodetskis. We'll talk about that just real quick. But yeah, so. Um, 
So uh, you already talked about this a little bit, like some of your misconceptions about LARP. What, because of the talk show, what other misconceptions or myths have have we been able to break through for you? Hmm. I mean, I think the biggest one, like I said, is just understanding that it's it's a lot more role play heavy than I I did before. Um, I think that's probably the biggest one, and, and I think. I guess it, it probably depends on what LARP you're playing with. But as far as I can tell with Mythic, uh, you guys try to be very like pe- period uh, specific in your attire and in your costuming and stuff. It, it's not like a bunch of people like build things like, I don't know, have cardboard ar- armor that they're, I mean, maybe you do, but it looks nice if that's yeah, the case. Yeah, we, we have a little bit of a standard. It's like... You have a standard good for, have for good good have things you looking have good, good, but at the uh, on the other end, you guys are also not like you seem to not be so strict that it's like oppressive for somebody who's Absolutely. coming yeah. into it. We, which we want to encourage people to come and play regardless of your ability. Like even if you can't pay all the time and you want to PC, we encourage you to still come and PC. And then work out with us, you know, like, hey, just take this many NPC shifts or an NPC shift every so often or a payment plan or whatever works for you. We really want to encourage people to come play. Like we said, everyone's willing to lend gear to get, you know, to get people dressed and Mm -hmm. looking like their character. Um, A lot of people um, in game two are really good about like, oh, you're the new guy. You know, what can we do to help you? We'll give you a boon of the apprentice. Well, Mm -hmm. you know, here's here's some potions, armor buff. You know, here's a fortification buff, you know, whatever things to help you get started. Because, you know, so many of us are higher skill point characters and um, we want to make you not feel useless you know, and um, welcome you into the game. We really want people to come and play. And like, that was the thing that I really liked with Mythic this Wednesday when I played. I came in, um, and from what I heard, all the Gerdeskis are 2,000 build point characters, so they're like way beyond human capability levels that have played for like 20 years. And I started (laughs) as a first level character and legitimately felt very, very, very useful. different way and thought process on it but it was one of those like i didn't feel like oh i'm running around with a bunch of gods why is why is bruce banner running around instead of the whole care like what am i gonna do as the avengers as bruce other than go hey guys here's this cool idea but like <laughs> it was nice because you felt you felt needed and useful um because just the balance of and it's fun because like you can sit and i only use one ability i just heal people but like I felt useful because I had to go talk with someone. And some people would feel like, oh, I don't feel as useful as they normally do. But, like, that's kind of on, like, how you want to go up and roleplay it. Because you can just go there to roleplay and not be useful. But, like, as a bard, you're always useful because you can play the, the, the inspirational song. And then you're just like, all right. And if you're good at, like, pulling lyrics out of your ass, it's the best. Because then you start <laughs> making fun of someone and be like, I'm behind the blue scale night, the blue scale night. Ha, ha, ha. And I don't know. I just, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Um, You're like, I am not a bard. <laughs> I want to be. It's a dream. But it's, like, I'm not going to be that bard. And she mentioned like the boon of the apprentice and there's also boon of the journeyman. Anyone that can do those, at least in my opinion, has, or at least in my experience, has never charged for that. 
Like, yeah. there normally is a fee for that. They've never charged. Occasionally, they're like, well, I don't have all the components. As long as you can give me the components, I'll do it for free. So yeah. I've had that happen just a few times, and I usually ask around. I'm like, hey, I need some components for Boone of the Journeyman. Boom. Done. Yeah. So, so Boone of the Apprentice is a boon that you can get up <laughs> until 100 skill points. And then boon of the Journeyman, you can get up until 200 skill points. Right? Or is it no, 300? 300. 300 skill points. So 100 to 200 is Apprentice. Or up to 200 up is Apprentice. To, oh, up to 200 is Apprentice? And then okay, 200 to 300 right. is Journeyman. And then after that, there's nothing. Right. It's just kind of uh, some bonuses to help boost your Wait. character's health yeah, and damage. No, it's the other way around. You're right. 200 is 200 and below 100 to 200 is Journeyman. Because I'm, I'm only barely over 200. No, I am 300. As Jovi, you better be over 300. Yeah, I'm, I'm almost, level 3 warden. I have to be. Yeah. I was going to say, I'm almost 400. So 200 to 300 is, is journeyman. We're playing golf score. <laughs> so, um, Look at that. You already got a job. Yeah, he says, <laughs> I would pay for someone to follow me and narrate my career. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that a good Could you scene? imagine Zisto? <laughs> I think you'd get annoyed as Zisto. Nikolai, probably, but Zisto would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, another misconception is that there's a difference between the LARP and like a Renaissance fair, which both are cool. Like, I think a Renaissance fair is super cool, but they were always kind of coupled in my mind. And like the, the regularity with which you guys do it and stuff makes it clear that it's not that. Yeah. And there are a lot of LARPs that will only do it once a month. There's some like really, really big fancy LARPs Hold that on. will only do once a season. Music is playing right now, and they probably won't hear us over it on the podcast. I don't, yeah. It took it forever to recognize, like. The Brave Samurai. No, so when that shows up, music gets played, and last time it was overpowering, so and they a, couldn't hear us. But There's a scale of LARPs that I always tell people, and there is a LARP out there for everyone, um, legitimately. Airsofting is Milsim LARP. Um, it's just less role play, and you can have ones that are very much role play oriented, all the way up to very combat oriented. So in this state, we have um, you have your large role play ones, which is like mythic um, and like alliance. And, um, then you have Rex ones, research, Rex yeah. Okay, I have another one. That's cool. Um, and then you have ones that are a step more combaty, which are like Amgard, Belagarth. Well, Belagarth is more more combaty, no role play. Yeah. They don't do a lot of role playing in there. They oh. they're basically like we're going to play stick sword fighting with foam weapons, like what you, you assumed LARP was before, right? Correct. Like, Those yeah. are the guys you usually meet in the park that are like half dressed and whatnot, and they're very much into the combat area. Mm-hmm. They get pretty hard, and then you scale and go up to like fencing in Hema, where you start entering your metal weapons, um, where you have like fencing Hema, and then like SCA, which is. You're going to hate me. SCA is super LARP. Um, <laughs> they just don't do as much role-playing with it. They're more historically accurate. But they are mm-hmm. dressing up and reenacting something else that happened in ancient times. That's a LARP. Um, you're live action role-playing something in the past. It's just less role-playing as story-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, they're more for the arts and crafts. And then you can go upscale more to that for like more combat-y um, and less role-playing, depending on what scale that you want. And as D&D people, the best one is right at that Mythic mythic Alliance one because you can, it's cosplay D&D. You're going for D&D, but you're doing it instant live. It's a fun camping trip because like, 
I always said the worst LARP event is a good camping trip or a good walk with friends. Just dressed up because let's be honest, dressing up is fun. Yeah. Would you yeah. look like that? It's look as amazing. It's <laughs> like, yes, I look amazing. No, oh, thank you. Yeah, he agrees. It is super loud. He agrees. So. <laughs> um. <laughs> I think about whenever you're ready for it. Oh, yeah. So this is what the email looks like, everybody. Just real quick. Ta-da. Except there's no white background. I'm so excited. So... That's that great. So cool. Now your shield's gonna be famous. My sh- your, I mean your shield. Well, but. you made it. <laughs> little stickers here of how many big nasties you killed. That's <laughs> yeah, that's right. You should. <laughs> that's gone back. You got to be on the front because you got to intimidate people. So, uh, this is your undead area. This is your big elemental area. This is your <laughs> evil human warlord type area. And these are like your god tier levels. <laughs> hey, proceed with caution. How you doing? No, we have to worry about it. That's Crow. Uh, he was I met NPC. Crow. Yes. He did make Crow. He came in real quick, but yeah. you met Crow. He was NPCing a lot last week, too, though. So. Yep. Um. That's awesome. Okay, so let's see what else with starting a character. So, do you have um gear or anything? Any plans for costuming? Uh, I mean, I have some stuff from like I cosplayed like my D and D character last. There you go. Last yeah, uh, yeah. for a, a convention and last Halloween. So. I have some stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So do you have, so with Elantari, um, the makeup requirement for Elantari. I will need to buy some elf ears. Is ears. And then it's not required, but is an option is to do a tattoo on your arm. Oh, that's cool. So. Well, most people have long sleeves, so you never see it. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, well. If I was an Elantari, you'd never see it. Yep. And, and the same thing with Lita, except for in the summer, before before I got my samurai-ish costume, um, I wore short sleeves. And so I did. But then when I went undead, I was like, meh, I don't need to do that anymore. It's all, I it's have undead makeup off. now. It's rotted off. <laughs> it's rotted off. That's terrible. Pretty much. <laughs> well, there was That's that. why I stopped wearing my ears, too. I used to wear my ears, my Ellen Tari ears, as undead. And it looks super cool, especially with my mohawk. But, um... I don't do that anymore because ears are a pain. And I just wear, I wear a bandana anyways that covers my ears. So. Well, we always have that joke that when it gets super hot, your skin starts sloughing. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> when I start sweating and my makeup starts coming off, I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's just, uh, my skin's just melting. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we get. Yeah. yeah, that's what we say. So, um. so that's cool. So yeah. And then um, starting weapons. Boffers are totally fine um, and super cheap and easy to make. Um, or if you want to borrow, you know, a nice latex weapon for, from people or borrow boffers from Mythic or, you know, I have a bunch of boffers. I mean, when we say, are we talking unpainted, like legit like, PVC foam and duct tape? Yeah. Because yes. I got some of those. Yes. Yeah. yeah you just so, have to bring them in and make sure that they're, they're, they're safe. Safe. <laughs> safe. Because there's a bunch of different ways to make yeah, them. Yeah, you've got to do... You gotta do the stabbing tip. You gotta make sure that you can't feel the core. There's there's a whole ritual involved <laughs> in making sure that they're safe. When you get into it, um, you find friends that love you, like he said, out of uh, Boji or what was his name? Boji's my brother. Yeah. Boji game, and he get he got him the the shield and the mace thing. There is latex guitars out there. At every bar, yes, 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 really. And there's a couple people that make weaponry 
Um, she made a great steampunk clock wicked weapon thing. Mm-hmm. You make friends with that, you start playing, you're like, I want to like Dick's guitar. <laughs> that's your do you just like take a real guitar and then come how do you even make a functional latex guitar well you would have if, if yeah if you wanted it to it actually make too, right? sound it would have functioned <laughs> it would have functioned oh, okay <laughs> you'd have I mean, to I mean you could oh, put functional a, as a weapon yeah functional as a weapon, as a weapon. Bad. you could put a like um, a speaker device in it Mm, yep, that would work. And as long as that speaker was padded well enough, you could then do that. That would yeah. be actually pretty easy to do, actually. Yeah, sure. Think of it, you can do it in the pummel, and you can always have the pummel removed, and you can have a thin Bluetooth. Yeah. Yep. There yeah, go. there's lots of life goals. Yeah, I'm ready. Proceed. <laughs> She with caution says whole new brand of axe. And I kind of agree with Beckerdam. <laughs> we should explain boffers a little bit. You did real quick kind of, but basically a boffer is you take a PVC, just kind of a PVC pipe, one inch or whatever, three quarter inch, mm-hmm. and you put a pool noodle, which, you know, and just put a pool noodle around it, glue it, and then you just kind of tape around the pool noodle. Uh, we found it's best to do it lengthwise lengthwise because otherwise you compress it too that. much and you lose the, the padding. And then in the tip, you usually have some. What kind of foam is that on the tip? It's open, it's open, uh, cell. open cell foam in the tip. Basically, like just couch in case. cushion foam. Yeah, couch cushion. Uh, not like nicer, higher end, like sleeping bag foam pads too. Not the yeah. skinny ones, but so that's basically what a boffer is. So when we refer to boffers, that's basically what we're duct referring to the duct tape weapon. Duct tape foam weapon. A lot of people use pool noodles as the foam. You can also use. Um, Pipe insulation. Yeah, pipe insulation. So how about if I wanted to do ranged combat and I have like a crappy bow that I used for a costume. Uh, we talked. You guys talked about that last week, right? So mm-hmm. you just have to have a, a large blunt tip on an arrow. And it's it has a, to be a yeah. bow with um, it, the Less maximum draw is 30 pounds. 30 yeah. pounds. Um, it's uh, a lot of people, when they when they made those two, is they would tape like a penny, or they would glue like a penny or a quarter, so that it prevents the uh, tip shaft. of the yeah the shaft from piercing through, because it gives it a wider surface area. So I've never actually made one, and from my understanding, they're fairly cheap to buy online. Yeah, uh, I was so talking to like. yeah, I was oh, talking okay. to Kane. And he was saying he could buy like twenty or thirty for like ten bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. And, and that's almost more than you need. Like so actually, were, I have a whole kit to make probably fifty arrows. They just need to be assembled. I have oh yeah? all the stuff, and well, Mythic has all the stuff, and they're like anyone who will actually use these can have them. We'll actually put them together because none of our NPCs will use the arrows. Because it's, it's it's too much maintenance sure. on our on yeah. our part. So um, there you go. But and we have all I'm, the stuff to make the arrows. I'd probably do that too because I love your guys' archery. I love because <laughs> archery is different in different games. Um, that like I found the buffer buffer style arrows with the the penny tip and everything with the thirty draw bow pretty fine. Just donate for the face. Yep, you'll never care about it. Yeah. Um, the other LARP I do is a stupid packet full of birdseed. It's pathetic. It's, like, it's basically it's our spell. Yeah, yeah it's basically a poopy spellcaster. <laughs> so proceed with caution. Says when his my arrows ended up being about five sixty a piece with a bundled discount. Yeah. So that's, that's way cheap actually because you're full shaft as well. Yeah. 
Listen to the LARP Lounge live on Sundays at 12 p.m. Mountain Standard Time at twitch.tv slash errorstar. That's twitch.tv slash A-R-R-U-S-T-A-R. Ascendance Gaming Center in Salt Lake City, Utah is a proud sponsor of the LARP Lounge. Ascendance Gaming offers top-of-the-line gaming PCs, VR stations, retro gaming consoles, and board games. Located at 583 Billings Road, Suite Number 5 in South Salt Lake, Utah. Mention this ad and get a free hour of PC game time. Just to give you an idea on something like that. So, um, you've been pretty good about asking questions, but do you have, like, when you're on, you know, watching, but is there any questions that you have now that are a lot, you know... That required a lot of typing that maybe you didn't type or I don't think so. If I care enough about a question, I'm I'm not too lazy. Yeah, you were pretty good. I just didn't know if you had any after today. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so some of the big things to consider when you are like kidding up, gearing up to come to LARP for the first time is make sure your shoes are comfortable. Um we like people to have um, like costume accurate shoes, but we also would rather you not hurt yourself. So, well, and I recommend above the ankle shoes. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we do we go off trail a lot. Oh yeah, and we're in the bushes and we're you know running through uneven fields, and so something that'll support your ankle is is cold weather gear. huge. Yeah, cold weather gear. Plenty of pairs of socks. Um, uh-huh. Layers. Layers is a huge thing because sometimes it'll be really, really cold, but then you get into combat and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm dying of heat. And to be able to just take some layers off helps a lot or just add more layers on. Or stuff like this. You can showcase this your my, this is my birthday present. <laughs> this was my birthday present from my husband and it is a blanket that is hooded. So if you get something thick like this, it makes it really easy for one layer to come off. Because whenever you're cold, when in combat, you can just shed it and still move around pretty accurately. And then when you get cold again, you just toss it back on. And they always look pretty. At all. <laughs> and you have like a big uh, blanket. And you can get it like for mine. I went to the DI and I found a nice fur blanket on the outside and it had like flannel on the inside, which doesn't matter because once you pin it together... You don't see the blanket. You don't see it. So it looks like this nice, super white. Is that your warm blanket. Yeah, that's the white one. It's, it's pretty warm. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, proceed with caution. Says yes. Footwear is the biggest factor when enjoying LARP, and I agree with that. Uh, and then Nevin says, "So is Lone Star joining us at the next event?" Probably uh, not at the next one. I'll have an easier time coming to like a weekend event because. We live in Logan. Yeah. Like, you should come you to Winterfest. Oh, yeah. We'll do Winterfest. I would say do that. When's that? Uh, February. February-ish. Sometime. We don't, I don't think they've got a date set yet, but they will fairly soon because yeah. they usually schedule that way in Because it's, it's a two-day event, and, like, everybody comes to Even people that don't really play much anymore, everybody knows about Winterfest, and people will come back just to play at Winterfest. So... And maybe I'll have a two-month-old at that point, so we'll see. Yeah. I'll do what I can. Yeah. We have um, a baby coming in December, so. <laughs> oh, congrats. Thank you. Uh, proceed with caution. Also, this is hydration in the summer is key, too. Yes. 
Uh, definitely, yeah, satchels. get like a water bottle satchel or something or something to hold water bottle for sure. I'm terrible about that. Uh, Nevin says, especially if you LARP in leather armor, he's talking about the layers for the cold because the leather armor gets pretty cold. It doesn't really insulate very well. Yeah. Surprisingly, my metal armor does. Mm-hmm. It's cold as crap to the touch, but, but it insulates. Inside, yeah, it actually warm. insulates. You pretty, like this Wednesday. Your body warms the in, inner metal. Yeah. yeah. Like and this, the inner metal warms your body back. This Wednesday, I had thermals on and, and on my arms and on my legs. The only thing that got cold was my hands. Like, I was actually pretty yeah. fine. Yeah, I didn't get cold at all except for my face. My face was, well, my face was so freezing. cold I couldn't speak. You were there numb. at the end. I was like, I feel the koi freezing to my face. <laughs> like, it was getting pretty bad. And then at the very end, Proceed says, oh, that's Lone Star. What's up, man? I'm Lone you, Star. What's he's, up? He's seen you in chat a few times. So. Yep. And you've seen him. I have. Yep. <laughs> I talked about you earlier. You just missed it because you were late. So that's what you get, loser. No, just, whoa, whoa. just kidding, just kidding. Shots fired. No, I was just, uh, I, I almost took days because you were t- speaking so highly of it. Oh, but yeah. then I, I was frozen. Yeah, I bet you were as Nickelday. Yeah, the poor Gardessies. Well, except for uh, Bethany's character, she showed up way bundled up. Yeah. She was all warm, but uh, yeah, so definitely keep in mind cold winter, although. The steep hunting top hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like Nikolai. <laughs> although, <laughs> although mostly in the winter, excuse me. Mostly in winter, we play at Castle Chaos, which is yeah. indoors, so we usually don't have to deal with the cold as much. Yep. This Wednesday was kind of a fluke well, because it's of, in the middle of the Halloween season, and so they were running their haunt. Well, and it, this was that week where it got randomly super cold. Oh, so super cold! It was so, like single digits outside yeah, while we, we were out there. It was way cold, so. Yeah, you'll go. You'll have to go back and watch the video on demand. We both made characters earlier in this uh, in this podcast. Yep, he so. made a character. I made a character. Yeah, oh, he's gonna be. Fun. He made a character. He is, Your he character's is, gonna be fun. <laughs> he is Flynn the Elantari. Yep. So he made a character. So the Do you want to give like a recap of what music. everybody ended up with? Your last name should be Logan. Who's the other guy? So who's the other guy? My name is Kai or Buddy. You did see him on Wednesday. Yep. I was the guy with the big horns. Uh, I thought I was a demon. Yeah. Maybe I was. <laughs> and by the way, Crow, you'll find this funny. He is starting a fund and a campaign to get Jovi made sheriff. <laughs> yep. And so Crow with ulterior motives. Oh. Oh, for sure. Yeah, you always have to have alternative motives. <laughs> he doesn't really care about him being sheriff so much as he cares about how that could get necromancy legal. Yeah, no, my goal is to make necromancy legal. <laughs> he says, good luck. <laughs> It'll be great. I was too cold to role play with you at the last event. I'm sorry. Yeah, it was cold. It was cold. Stupid cold. Yep. Utah. And it was just this week, too. We just had this random cold snap week. Like So random. Like, way cold. Yeah, record-breaking. Like... But that night specifically, Wednesday was just, it was in like the 20s it's or something. Popsicles. It was cold. Yeah. So were all these guys there on Wednesday? Yeah. Yep. So far, uh, everyone in chat. Crow is. He was an NPC. The, mm-hmm. um, the active chatters. Uh, Nikolai's the yellow one, right? No, uh, the pink, pink one? one. Yep, Mechardon. Nice. Nikolai was fun. And then the light one. I can't read it. The green one, Nevitz Gaming. Stratobot or Stratobot? Oh, the, oh, no, that's, that's just my that's bot. That's just his bot. Oh, I've got it. Okay. And then Nevitz Gaming was Boji. Hugging the people hammer, and stuff. The big two-handed hammer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, with the barbarian. His brother. Oh, okay. I got yeah. it. Yep, yep. Yeah. 
think I've met Boji before, actually. The character that plays him. Friends with Katie? I think so. Yeah, do you know Katie? Katie? Katie Face. Uh, Jeff? And then? Oh, Jeff's coming back. Yeah. <laughs> we talked Jeff into coming back. He's going to bring in his character uh, at Winterfest. Yeah, no, because of this Wednesday, I've talked to a lot of the people in Alliance and there's going to be a lot of people coming to Winterfest because I'm just like, guys, they play on a weekly. Why? Well, it's super nice to play on a weekly. <laughs> he says, yes, I know them. And Mario Reynolds says, cool dragon mail. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Marlo Reynolds. Hi, Marlo. Oh, Marlo. Oh, that is an L. Welcome. Welcome to the welcome to the talk show. Yeah, Marlo. So, so yeah, that'll be fun. Hopefully, you'll get a big Winterfest bombardment. Um, <laughs> so we were talking about things that are important for like new characters. Another thing that I would say to think of is the real. What was the? How realistic it is to wear the armor that you want. Because I can tell you right now, this armor is very hard to LARP in. Um, like, I mean, there's the typical restrictions. Like, I can't bend over to pick stuff over. Like, that's pretty typical of armor. But just because of how heavy it is, like, it drains me. Like, I didn't wear it during the summer months at all because it was just too hot. Because this insulated way too much and it actually, like, yep. radiates heat. And I was like, I didn't wear it. Even if that meant being super squishy, I didn't care. I would rather not be overheated and dehydrated. So, yeah. yeah. I think, like, there's something that I've been wondering a lot and trying to think of. But I, as someone who fights in actual armor, um, like, legit armor, you know, no. it's amazing. <laughs> like, it's pretty much bulletproof. I think in LARPs, they need to upgrade that a lot. Maybe a guy giving you, like, a cap of damage you can take. Where it's just like, hey, you could only take four damage because armor works. Like, it works really, really well. Well, because like if you have to wear that around and run around and keep everyone else, you're already fighting at a disadvantage. Yeah, it should give you a big enough advantage to actually make it worthwhile. That way, you can't have that knight at the front that's just like, I'm wearing a hundred pounds of full plate. I am Bring literally <laughs> a tank. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so it's one of those like it should reflect in the tank abilities by giving just that that gap of like changing from like hey your penalty is you can't bend over you can't move really fast you get really tired you're not going to be fighting at your capabilities but you should be able to tank it like a boss because you're in a ton of armor well and there is a class that would help me tank like a boss but i'm not going that class like that's the thing like i've i'm still on the fence with what my second class will be but um but aegis is a class that if i took aegis i would be especially in this armor i would be ridiculous so. so Mythic does give you uh, one benefit of wearing real um, armor, and that is you get Actually, double the points oh, for your nice. armor. So his, instead of getting one point for the back and one point for the front, he gets two points. Well, that's only because it's magical now. Yeah. Well, and then if Masterwork. you have, if you have gave all... Me that. If, yeah, I get one extra hit point if I have everything that's period materials, nice. which is why I have to wear the coif now. She made me an awesome, well, she, she retrofitted my helmet and made my, my he, foam helmet. He made helmet. himself a helmet and I remade it. She made it better. <laughs> um, I but I don't wear it anymore you. because I lose a hit point if I do. And one hit point uh-huh. in Mythic makes a big difference. Yeah, it okay. does. And actually it's two hit points because I wouldn't have the helmet. The helmet. Yeah, so it's it's. 
it's kind of complicated, but yeah. So Marla Reynolds says it's a tough trade off, and it is. But like, I do actually have a damage cap in this. I cannot take more than five damage in this unless it's force or pass, like we were dealing yeah, with yeah. this week. So I can do something called hunker down, which lowers it to three. Oh, that's cool. But nothing will ever lower it below three. And right. I kind of wish because of how hard limit. this is to wear and like how good it looks that they would be like, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely something that I think that we're going to be talking more about, um, especially because that's that's something that I've noticed since since I started playing. It's something that I, a lot of people have pointed out. And like it's not a lot of people will just do arcane armor because yeah, they're because like, it's not worth it to wear. It's not. Armor. Yeah, like. And it, you just, I'm sorry, but you just don't look as cool if you're not wearing armor. And it's true. Like, that's one thing that I really like about Mythic, because I play all the other, like, uh, like Alliance and Nero. But Mythic, you guys can change rules and have it be affected. The other ones have, like, big national things and yeah. it takes eternity and it's just atrocious. Yeah. So it's one of those, like, arrows where it's like, okay, arrows can be used safe. And if it's not safe, we can take it away and go, hey, this is ending. So you can make changes really quickly that make a lot of sense. Me and Marley get on long conversations about this kind of stuff because there's certain little things that make things better, like the disguise ability. And the other LARPs, you can't actually wear ears or makeup or anything else that makes you look anything like any other race. So like as a human where I'm like, I'm going to put on a cat hat, I can't put on a cat hat because it's disguising as something else. It's like a really crappy one. It's super lame. Um, having that capability of like, all right, let's let's work this out and let's try this out and kind of talk about the decision because like I will gladly let anyone get in my suit of armor and take like an actual battle axe in it and you'll just ignore it. Candace has a video of her taking a battle axe to the back of the head and just kind of walks away from it. Yep. <laughs> so it's, yeah. it's pretty cool. That helmet is... Armor is amazing. Armor is amazing. Yeah, so like Proceeded Costume says, I would like better benefits from physical armor. And then it says, my low level, Nevin says, my low level uses arcane because my main uses a full suit of leather armor. So he wants (laughs) that break from it. And I kind of agree because with with Proceeded with Costume or Crow, because Mythic has always said that they want want people to wear armor because it it, It increases the immersion and it looks cool. But then when they do, they don't really incentivize it as well as they should, I think. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. in fact, it's I, so I actually, tiring. yeah, so it's tiring. Tiring. and I got mad that I had the, my foam helmet lost me two hit points. Like I got really, right. I'm like, dude, really? Like, like, I mean, I love mythic, but like there was a while there that I was super frustrated over that because I was like, this should make up for one piece. Like my arms are leather. My legs are leather. This is flipping steel. Yeah. This is heavy. Well, that's the cool thing. You I guys mean, have a council and can talk about it. Yeah. Yep. Because, yeah, like, that we, is a huge way to get shit done. Yeah, because <laughs> we are a community game, and yeah. we're all run. It's 100% volunteer. Like, everybody has a say, and we're, we've, um, even as staff, we've been trying to open up the discussion so that even the <laughs> normal player base um, feels like they have a say or at least can be heard. Um, in the decisions that we make about the game. Oh, yeah, because, like, you as a first, per- like, a, a, a low-level character, if I gave you an actual full suit of armor, and you don't really know how to fight, really don't know how to do it, but if you only took one damage from everything, you would have a lot of fun. You'd be really tired. You'd have a lot of fun just taking everything. But like, yeah, this is actually fun. This is really tiring. And you can have someone who looks really cool for me, a first-level character, have some benefits from wearing something really intense. Because, yeah, as, like, an experienced LARPer, 
you get rid of armor as quick as you can. You go to arcane armor because like that one or two extra hits well, isn't I really going to help you because you're going to tire out a day and a half earlier. So like one Jeff's hour character at Alliance, yeah. the um, last month he wore his metal breastplate. Yeah. <laughs> he made himself a foam breastplate for <laughs> yeah. yesterday's event because yeah. he was like, no, yeah, it's not no worth metal. it. It it doesn't give any extra benefit, so why would I go through the pain of wearing the metal when I can wear foam and it's so much better? Yeah, like so here here we go. So see, so proceed with caution. Says especially with new artifice, you can get just as good benefits wearing little to no armor as you get wearing full real armor. And then Mechanums just said no comment. And then Nevit says, as someone who uses real armor, I am disappointed to find out that there are players with arcane armor with almost the same HP total yeah. as me. And here we go. Mechardum, I have 24 Azisto. He has more hit points with, than me with no armor on. Yep. I have Same 21. Thing. And that's with magical armor and a magical shield. I have 19. And I'm capped out. I'm not going any more than that. Yeah. And that's like, it makes a big change in the game. And like, uh, like it's it's amazing how much that little difference can make. Because I'm not going to lie. I have a full suit of actual legit armor that looks amazing. I will never wear it in a LARP because I will LARP for one minute and done because you have to move faster in LARP. So like if I could take well, everything and, and just be like, okay, hey, you have like 200 hit points. I'm like, okay, I'd wear it for that. Well, and LARP, I'm not going to be fighting very well. LARP but I'll combat goes well. longer, I think, than real combat too because <laughs> everyone's in everyone's lighter. They're not wielding a real weapon, so it's yep. a lot lighter. And a lot of them are wearing arcane armor, so a lot of them have that stamina to fight a whole lot longer. I don't in this. Yeah, I'm tapped out. Of, the defense guy. Yeah, yeah, like that's like, and I for a while there, I considered completely removing myself from front line, literally just standing back and defending people. Yeah, and and I still that's haven't determined do, like. So but yeah, this is like the it balances itself out because like if you're in a full suit of armor, okay, and you're rocking around like for me, I weigh 420 pounds in my suit of armor. I'm not going to catch any of you. Yep. You out of armor is going to run circles Dude. around me. That's a big enough I benefit was, because you're going to hit me like 18 times for each once. I was impressed <laughs> with Sonya this week. She's got leather armor on. She was <laughs> all over the place running after people. And that one guy took off and I'm like, see ya. That the lady? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm not, right I was they, like, there was that one time where it was just the one ghost left and he starts taking off running and they went after him. And I was like, Fun. I'm not even gonna bother. Yeah. Like I'm already slow because I'm fat, and I'm exactly. even slower with my like, armor on. Like, I was I like always, I'm done. I I don't like letting the bad guys get away, so I will chase them until I see somebody else chasing them, and then I stop. Because yeah. <laughs> it's tiring in full plate. Like this one thing, I was super excited to get my my plate armor for Lita, and after wearing it for a while, now I'm like, hmm, what's my next foam set going to look like? Yeah. Because yeah. it was so much easier um, to, to LARP in, in the foam armor. And for the one extra hit point for me, I'm like, it's really worth one extra hit point to to go through all of that. So, but I agree with that. It's, it's kind of annoying, but it is what it is. And, and I still enjoy the game. Like oh, I do. Yeah. It's, oh, not, yeah. it's not game breaking for me. It's just an annoyance that if they address, I would love it. Right. I mean, and now that we're yeah, talking about that. it, I know some That's of them That's why listen. I'm mentioning it, because yeah. I'm just like, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't want them I to think that, like, like, I don't, I don't want them to think like we're crapping on the game, because I love Mythic. Yeah, I mean, and I wouldn't be doing this talk show if I didn't love oh, Mythic, yeah. because this is what this talk show is all about. But um, it is just kind of an annoyance that, they, that if there's a conversation started, 
I, w- I would love that conversation to be started. But um, yeah, there's a couple other conversations happening with uh, staff right now, and I'm just kind of waiting for those ones to be resolved before I bring up something else. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and go ahead. Just what you guys are saying, thinking about my character concept. I will wear armor. It doesn't make sense for my character. He wants to be able to move. He wants to be able to do his stuff, do his performance, even in in battle situations. He won't wear armor. But the fact that I could take arcane armor and be almost as effective as somebody wearing plate mail or scale mail, it's just that that does seem a little broken. Yeah. It's an even bigger motivator for me to never consider armor. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's what's most LARP characters actually like. And that's the thing is they want people to wear armor, but then, like you said, there's no motivation to do that. And to be fair, when people are looking at us fighting and they're kind of interested in LARP, mm-hmm. people see me and they're like, dude, I want to know what they're doing because of what I'm wearing. Like, you know, yeah. I, I, I mean, I don't mean to sound cocky, but I am a draw for the game because of how good this looks. Yep, correct. The and more you look better, the more everyone's interested yeah. because you could be a movie that's going on. You yeah. could be something else that's going on. I've had a lot of people just come up <gasps> and comment about things. Because of that. <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. So proceed with caution is the new player emissary. Bring these concerns to me and I can, that's good to know. Yeah. I, I knew that someone was in the works, but. Yeah, him it and wasn't. Brayden. They, we have two We have two of them. So. Okay. Perfect. I like that. Nevis Gaming says, proceed with caution. Mythic is lacking in the bacon department. We need changes right now. <laughs> yeah, you know, if, if there was bacon in every, in every event. There might be motivation people. coming down from Logan. Just, no, yeah, just kidding. I don't want to say that because uh, realistically, probably not. <laughs> Every Wednesday would be a good bacon Wednesday. Yeah, Logan. I mean, I understand that's definitely quite it's a little drive, far. So, and, and no, you can always. Uh, so I live in in Syracuse, mm. and I go down almost every event. And so drive that halfway. And I take a lot of people with me. Well, it's less about the distance and more about the I have to work at seven in the morning. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's a wrap. That would be difficult because we usually end around 10 or 11 or this week we ended at like 1130. I was like, no, like 1130. People were still role playing. I just thought it was common. I'm like, all right, no. where are we going here? No, they've actually, they've actually been doing better about ending on time. Like this yeah, one was, it was long and cold, it was a character which made me a surprise yeah, they went that long. Yeah, it was a character retirement, so I think that was like the exception to the rule because it's kind of a big deal. Yeah, make it special for them. Yeah. Yep, make it special, and they did. And it was fun for everybody, even I me. Like, like I don't know that character very much, but even me, when I saw him, I was like... Oh no! <laughs> I I like that guy. I wanted to defend him. And I, save his I life and like no. Yeah. Yeah. I generally plan to lose a little sleep on mythic event nights, and same with me. I always am going to lose right. sleep. In fact, this week I didn't realize how cold I was until I got home. Like I, my core was colder. Like I actually laid in bed and I touched my side. I was like, "Whoa, my chest is freezing!" Like I thought I was insulated, but yeah, apparently I, I was still cold. Yeah. I was freezing, man. <laughs> Nikolai's at eleven thirty. We were talking about giving the bad guy to Mendax. Yeah. <laughs> so King Mendax is like super evil, like super evil. He's a like a uh, super high level alchemist and does lots of evil, evil, evil things with his alchemy, and is like necromancer and like he's he's the one guy, the one king of all of the different countries that people are like. 
So when are we going to kill this guy? <laughs> so this is the guy that allows legal necromancy, right? Uh, he's, yeah, one of them. <laughs> There's a couple of them. <laughs> what kingdom is he over? I'm going to get it. No, don't. Don't. Because anytime you try and get in his good graces, he will just mind control you. Like, you are no longer yourself anymore. He, You are now his. Mind control him first. You're not yeah, going to happen. <laughs> you just got to plan ahead. You just make this long year-long plan to mind control this king. Talk, talk to talk to Marley about him because one of Marley's characters is his apprentice. <laughs> uh, I think I might actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but I would say definitely don't go to the weekenders. Weekenders are great because it's different pace, which is nice. You get a lot of relaxing, lots of talking, lots of fun. And it's camping trip. Yeah. So, but if you can come to Winterfest, I think that would be a good yeah. intro too. Because Winterfest, like she said, is huge. and it's a big feast. It's a lot of role play, um, and then after all the role play up front, that's <laughs> usually when we get into the fighting, and then we fight for the next two days. Um, but so, like, if you want to bring like your wife and kid to like the feast part and yeah. enjoy that. And then even leave once the fighting starts or, you know, let your wife and kid go home and stay for the fighting. And you don't have to come back for day two if you don't want to. Like, because there's no there's no place that you sleep over. It's you go home super late at night and come back early in the morning. <laughs> yeah, that I didn't know. My bad. No, yeah, no, we yeah, we yeah, did just for winter. Just for Winterfest. Weekenders, you do sleep there. Okay. Like we're we are camping for weekenders. Yeah, so that was, a, was that was an bad. accurate description for the weekenders. We're camping there. We're eating there, like yeah. we talked about last week. We're doing everything there. Yep. So and it's roughing it camping too. <laughs> uh, so proceed with caution. Camping. Says Mendex is more of a this NPC cannot be trifled with due to plot reasons, and then Macadam yeah. says do it. It's more fun. <laughs> I agree. Like you become a legend when you do something that no one else would ever dare try. And then the plot comes into you're like, we're retiring your character for you because you are now the big bad guy. Welcome to the plot team. Yeah. <laughs> what? Leaf. So last That's that guy us. in the blue, right? No, no, no. you didn't see he's, him. He's retired. He's oh. a demon now. He's a demon now. Awesome. So he, he was a demon hunter. Like, he's a, they <laughs> call him gray hunters. Like, he played his character for what, like 15 years? I don't even know. And like, was like... I will do whatever it takes to kill all demons. And then, so we went to face Deimos, the big head honcho demon. And... Of the dream realm. Of the dream nice. of the dream realm. And, nightmare realm. Yeah, nightmare, nightmare realm. They are, they are two different rooms. Um, and when we defeated him, he, instead of capturing his essence in this magical box, he absorbed it. <laughs> and turned into yeah Deimos, we don't know, we don't know exactly what happened because him and one other dude got taken off to like an extra planar thing all we know is that he left his leaf and then came back as new Deimos and was like get out and banished us all from his realm and we were like what? <laughs> fun yeah. times that was Winterfest fun times that was the first night of Winterfest so that was basically his character retirement was Winterfest which that was, was the cool. first time Lita almost obliterated because I totally obliterated, but the demon brought me back together. So. That was before you we were bonded to me, right? <laughs> like a major. Yeah, it was. It was shortly. It was after I died in the void the next week. <laughs> That's when you bonded me. Was after that story. So you get a lot of fun stories. 
the best stories. And like the best part of LARP, in my opinion, is doing things. However mischievous and crafty you are, if you're willing to put the time and effort into it, the plot usually goes, I like you. Um, thank you for making my job easy and fun. Yep. And then they'll go with it. So like you can do some crazy stuff. Um, I drugged an entire town once. Uh, they were doing a pig on a spit. And I snuck in and I went to one of the plots. I'm like, I would like to spike the pig for this weekend event. Um, and like the whole royal family was there and they're just like, you're going to die. I'm like, yep, I'm going to die. But if I get it off, it'd be great. <laughs> so I did like this whole long thing where plot literally like made guards that I had to go talk to and I had to sneak past people. And like one plot member is like, this is so cool. I'm going to have to do this. And they spend like two hours me just getting up to the pig safely so I can spike it. And then I had to basically cook the pig for them. I basically sat there as my character cooking the pig for them as I'm spiking it. And later that night, there was like 80 people there. Um, and I ended up spiking and drugging everyone, everyone in the entire town. And I robbed everyone blind. And I got lucky because I did not know this. The great thing about being a player, you don't know plot. So they have other fun things going on. Well, they had this um, jester, which is this big lich guy that likes to play jokes on people who just happened to come and play a joke on the town. So when I knocked everyone out, I put so much in it that no one could resist it. Like they would have to pop like a th way more resist than they had. And I spent like a year's worth of money on it because we'll go big up, I got home. So I'm the only one standing up and this lich is looking at me like, I didn't do this. Why are you still up? I'm like, oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> He's like, I like you. <laughs> Here, come with me. I'm like, well, I'm going to loot everyone first. He's like, well, of course. I did that. And then me and him left town after that. And I became like his little helper. So every time I come in town, they just look at me and go, oh, out of game. They all know that it was me that did it because I literally went over. I'm like, I'm going to take your stuff and your stuff and your stuff. But because that guy came into town, they all blame it on him. Because so my character totally it. got away with it all. But out of That's game, funny. everyone was just like... Oh, you scared me. <laughs> like, you're going to do some shenanigans stuff. And I'm like, that's what's fun about it. Because, like, I was expecting to die. It's going to be fun. And you just go. Because worst case scenario, you make a new costume, you make a new character. And you can die, like, how many times in this? You get a... Right, junior on your character sheet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you just keep going with it because it's fun. You're just like, hey, this is fun. Like, when can you ever do this and get away with it? Like, mm -hmm. in D&D, &D, your character dies. Okay. If you get super attached to it, you don't want it to die. And that's usually what most people do once they play the character. So I'm like, I actually really like this guy. I don't want him to die. But if you keep that in mind where it's like everything is just exactly what you want it to be in a LARP, you can do anything in a LARP. And the more creative you get when you go to plot, they love you for it. Love you for it. Yep. And sometimes you do crazy stuff and then it's, it's bad and you take the repercussions of it. But if not, sometimes plot rewards you for shenanigans that you do. You're just like, okay, you're cool. You totally made friends with like this big vampire guy now you're a big vampire like yeah. yep <laughs> true stories so you need no, to party. that's all that's all alliance right <laughs> no no that was nero i've done crazy Nero's. stuff in all of them i actually i actually screwed with the national so it was a national, national event plot. national plot event i actually ruined it um, oh, oh, it's so much worse than you think. Um, my character died and he was an orc and he got mad and decided to burn the forest down. Well, because I didn't know what plot was doing with the forest, the bad guys were actually in the forest and I actually ended up killing all of them. 
Uh-huh. Well, national plotline, this particular forest is connected to all the other games. So this plotline actually affects everyone because everyone's plot is part of this. So I ended up burning the Druid Grove on like Earth Prime, basically, and burned all the Druid Groves and all of them. So my kill count in this Alliance game, because I got pissed because I died on an orc and got vengeful, has like a murder count of like 180,000 Druids. Which is sad because he finds Druids as like sacred, so... <laughs> characters got problems <laughs> but yeah you can do fun stuff like that that gets even better because the plot came in afterwards and I'm like I'm going to do this whole thing by myself like what I'm like I'm going back on this mod by myself which normally people don't do Mythic is great everyone's together if you go up by yourself people don't care and you die um, I mm. like playing mods by myself to have that challenge so I went on a mod by myself and succeeded by myself and it so bad <laughs> I ended up like I have a huge bounty on me um, people will probably come into the game every once in a while try to kill me um, my chieftain died straight up took a death because the town burned him alive because mm-hmm. I went out of the game <laughs> I'm just like well my character leaves because he's sad for two days and I NPC for the rest of that because they told me they're like you screwed with my plot we need to find out how to do this he's like come help me fix this so I went on plot team and started helping I'm like hey what do we need what do we do this it was fantastic <laughs> crazy shenanigans are the best that's awesome <laughs> so Nevitz back to Leaf he goes and that's why Boji has been telling people not to trust Leaf for the past five years just saying it's true yeah it's true not a lot of people trust Leaf and now everybody hates Leaf and Leaf is like well but guys what if he didn't have another choice? Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, what if the choice that he was given was to do this and take the control himself or to capture the essence and someone else is eventually going to take control of it? And mm-hmm. he just felt like he was the best person to handle the job. He felt like he's preserving like, it. By that's Lita's point of view. <laughs> but I know I'm not going to convince She's anyone playing else. playing the devil's advocate. So. You try. <laughs> you might succeed. He's he's our next big bad guy we're going to be facing because he's starting to screw with stuff now. Yeah. I'm excited for you to play your bard, dude. Well, oh, ours is so fun. much fun. And like um, <sighs> Nikolai said, he will pay someone to follow him around and play and they're going to it. Seriously, I'd do the same. Like, I don't, like, for me and Lard, money doesn't mean anything. Magic items don't mean anything. It's actually funner for me not to have them unless they do weird random shenanigans. Like, you throw, like, a little pillow. You would have liked gypsy. You throw it at people and it sleeps. <laughs> so, like, fall asleep. So, you're like, I'm going to throw this nap nap pillow at you. Nap nap pillow. <laughs> yeah, that's what I call it. This is a nap nap pillow. I, I had an item called the bedroll of the sleepy sleeper. Yes. And uh, it did some cool stuff, but I could not resist, like, the first waylay or knockout. <laughs> I had to take it because I wanted to go back to sleep. Like, See, those are fun. so. Um, yeah. Boji's like, nah, it was on purpose when he talks about leaf. <laughs> oh, <no." laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, as a bard, go around narrating stories, start making like fun of people. I'll do the Brave Sir Robin, find someone that's really awkward and do the Brave Sir, <laughs> brave, brave Sir Leah running away and dying all the time. She doesn't run away, that's for sure. She no, I do. Them. I do. I charge and, and then nobody follows. No, but you could her. make a joke about how she Everybody always does. gives up her life essence to demons. How is the town killed you? For the greater good. <laughs> no, I, think, I think the trick is to my first day just find the person who's most secluded who's obviously trying not to, <laughs> to be like quiet. being shy and trying not to be involved oh, and go narrate them cat's character she Sitka? was the quietest one. uh nameless she was nameless well sipka's pretty quiet too though 
Yeah, she's the, a bit sick as a frontline fighter. With. But that depends on who she's with. Because yeah. I, yeah so. so Nameless is retired. Who doesn't like bacon? Is the Lone Star's your character going to like bacon? I think that's a yes. I oh, think what's... Who was that guy that gave me the, the weapon? Um, That was Barris' character. Um, Forley. 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 Narrow at that guy's life. That guy's hilarious. <laughs> I'll yeah, tell you. He would love you, Forley. Forley too. is hilarious. He would pay you like I'll tell you that the universal truth <laughs> keep you safe. <laughs> uh, about every character I've ever played in anything, and it will have to be true for this, is that he hates cats, and he doesn't trust people who don't eat meat. Well, then you won't like Raftin Hooker. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Raptin Hooker. Yeah, right now I'm in a it's game like, okay. with yep. somebody who, it's a D&D game, with somebody who's a, I can't think of the name of the race now, the tabaxi. And uh, I, I set myself a limit that once he's done this many cat-like things, I just lose it and go off on him. Uh, <laughs> well, Raptin Hooker nice. doesn't do cat-like things. He does, he does bunny-like things. He's, he's a, a cat, cat that thinks he's a bunny. He's fantastic. Okay. If he's convincing, it might be okay. Mm-hmm. I totally thought he was a bunny. He's hilarious. He acts like a bunny. As soon as anything happens, he runs. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Yep. Nevit says, uh, let's see. So Mechardum says, the trick is just be funny. Nevit says, we will get along good then. And then he says, I won't kill you if you're funny. Now we'll put up with a lot. <laughs> it's true. Funny people get away with a lot of stuff. Like, That's how Forley gets away with everything. So the Gerdeskis, I didn't know anything about them other than like, oh yeah, a bunch of these characters are coming out of retirement. And they're all like, super big and they all made their character to die so some of them started making fun of me and i started making fun of them back and one of them threatened to kill me and it was super funny because they're like she threatened to kill you she will kill you i'm like that's all right you can try i'm immune to assassinate see oh <laughs> four seconds later oh see look at that and I'm like, you can kill me i'll just come back you just sending me to a better place and i, I made her laugh so much through the whole night she's just like i like you i'm like oh thank you i like you too i know and so she's many like, people were like wait Sveta said she would kill you, and she didn't. Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I'm just like, it's okay. Yeah. It just seems like a party play. Yeah, never. So his character isn't a giant rabbit, then I was confused with his new character. No, he's a Parthen who thinks he's a rabbit. It's fantastic. I, the other, and last, actually, on Wednesday, I'm like, I want to go up and ask him if he's like some failed some failed wizard's experiment, but I feel that that is you can not totally nice. be that. Like I, I feel like that is insensitive. That's what I said. So like I didn't go do it, but I'm like I want to ask you if he's a failed experiment or something because like That's why awesome. do we have a giant rabbit running around telling terrible time puns? Oh it's the best. Yeah. I love that mace though. It was one of my favorite builds ever. Well, then as like as a bard, no one ever kills the bard. Like, Why NPCs bother? won't even actually go attack you because you're playing music and they like it too. So yeah. they're just like, oh, okay. You could get weird stuff. Like, I've seen some, like, fairies and, like, some fae, really powerful creatures come down and protect the bard. Because they're just like, I'm going to give you every defensive spell in the game and you're going to stand here and play this entire battle. <laughs> <laughs> and they'll just let you go to town and anyone touches them, they'll just destroy them. Like, obliterate. Boom. You're dead. Try again. <laughs> Which is great. Everyone loves the bards. Unless you suck at it. Then everyone wants to kill you. Don't suck at it. Because nobody wants to hear it. Yeah, if you suck at playing the music, people will kill you. <laughs> it's just like, shut up. Yeah. I like the bard that we have right bar now. now. <laughs> New. That oh. character would die really fast. <laughs> oh, man. Cool. Well, uh, do either one of you guys have any questions about Mythic or anything like that before we end up here? I do, unless you want to end. 
No, no, we're good. Classes. Tell me about these classes. Everyone has a class. I don't know how you get these classes or how it works or what it gives you. Like, there's a lot. There is there is a lot, and we're going to go into that a lot more in Season 2. But basically, in order to get a class, you have to have at least 100 skill points. Like, that's the threshold. And then you can start buying points in a class. Um there are a lot of classes, like more that we can go over right now. We've gone over a few of them in the past few episodes. Uh, we've gone over Berserker and Warden and Druid and... Oh, you got a book. Yeah, we have a book that goes... So see, these are all the classes. There's a lot. Wow. Um, yeah. Aegis, so, Arcane Bulwark, Assassin, Bard, Berserker, Black Knight, Capsarier, Dreadlord, Druid, Eldritch Soul, which is really cool. They just rewrote that one. Elementalist, Expert Adventurer, Grey Hunter, Infiltrator, Jack of All Trades, Marksman, Master, Artisan, Monk, Ranger, Scoundrel, Scout, Shadow, Spellblade, Spiritualist, Swashbuckler, Theurge, Thug, Vault Breaker, Warden, Warmaster, White Knight, Witcher Warlock, Wizard. Ooh, which one has no one ever been before? <laughs> Everyone's been. Yeah, some each of them, them. have They've been played at some point. Something, so, but basically, yeah, so here we go. So proceed with caution, broke down the. So 100, 200, 300, you can get a uh, class uh, by a new level. Uh-huh. And then 500 and 700. So five total class levels, three in one and two in another. And then Nevis is singing his character's theme song, My Love, My Love is Like an Act Berserker. <laughs> and then Mechadom says Warlock Pact for him. Yeah. <laughs> Warlock Pact? Warlock Pact. Yep, I think so. Is that the class that they want me to be? Yes. Sounds like he thinks that that it would be good like for you. Good yes. I'll have to read it. Yeah, so there's a lot. And, and in season two, we're going to go yeah. over a lot more of Raven's, them. Raven's uh, second character is a witch, which is Warlock, but the females. So, All right. We'll Sweet. go over them. There's a lot to go over. But uh, basically, this is the Book of Heroes. Is that? Yeah, Book yeah, of Heroes. Book of you Heroes. can read them all in there and all their abilities in there. So yep. there are a lot of Wardens right now, although not a lot of them play very often. Yeah, there's like four right? yeah, Wardens. So. Our only so, Theurge just retired. A Warlock Epistle Pact. Our apparently. only Theurge did just retire. <laughs> so. No. <laughs> so yes. Anytime someone says no, that's a no. hard yes. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, no. Time, Time to, to slay my brother because I sing his song. <laughs> that's hilarious. Apparently, I didn't sing it right, but that's how, But that was me doing an impression of him, so maybe that's why, because that's. He <laughs> that's sings funny. that song. He actually sang it Wednesday. Yeah, so one thing also to consider with the um, with the classes is that you you don't have to go all the way up to level three in the first class you pick. No. Okay. So you can pick one class and do level one and then pick another class and do level one. Um, but at 100, 200, 300, 500, and 700 are when you get to pick another level. But you can only do two different classes. So you can get up to three in one and up to two in a second. Nice. Okay, so... <laughs> Proceed says you will need to come to terms with your character dying quickly if you go that route with the Abyssal Pact. And Nevis just says, yes, I'm assuming it's because I sang the song wrong. That's the yes. And then Mechadon says, no, Abyssal, I have something better in mind. So maybe, oh, really? maybe you need to get with him on uh, if you're coming Wednesday. Are you going to be there Wednesday? I'm coming Wednesday. So maybe you guys need to get together Wednesday and discuss your character because it sounds like he has ideas for you. <laughs> yes, Nicola, me and Nicola had a lot of fun. So, yes. Um, 
And I can go two classes. Why can't I just go Warlock, Abyssal, yes. and then something else? Yeah, so Wednesday is the open house. So there's no role play or combat or anything. It's just character. basically character creation, mingling. Just hang oh, out. Nice. Out of character, just hang out, have some fun. So yep. that'll be pretty good. Oh, and is this is oh. this the open house where we're doing the, the raffle? Yes, this is yes. the open house with the raffle. So you remember that, right? I will be there. So, oh, Nevis says, no, that's not why I said yes, but never mind. Sorry. I, sorry, Nevis. There's a delay, and I didn't know what you were referring to. I apologize. <laughs> uh, and then he said, proceed with caution, says this one will be our big raffle of it. Yeah, like we were just talking about. So, yeah. Um, so. so, yeah, you basically, you, you pay money for raffle tickets, and then they give away in-game benefits, items, or like uh, last year, Raven won... Um, she could ask plot three questions and they would choose one of them to answer for her. So she could That's ask legit. anything she wanted to. Yeah. And they would answer her both in game and out of game so that she would know that information. That's legit. Yeah. So stuff like that. And like I won um, a hundred dollars towards uh, an order off of uh, Dark Knight Armory. Nice. Yeah. So stuff like that. I totally want to be the good demon. So I can use my hands as a demon. Yeah, proceed with caution says it'll be the best time to come talk to people about classes and character stuff. Yeah. Yes. Because there's a lot of people who play a lot of different classes. Like she said, our only, I think our only theorist just retired. Yeah, that yeah. was so Sabella. That was Sabella. I don't think we have any others. I don't think I've we have any thugs. It. Do we have any thugs? I, I, I think the thug is cool just because, of, yeah, I'm a thug. Yeah, the name <laughs> of it all. Shit. I don't know that I've ever ran into a thug personally, but they might also keep their classes secret, so. We have a lot of war masters and wardens. Is, is, is there a lot of gaming? So, for instance, like, am everyone going to try to kill my necromantic ass? No. So, uh, for the most part, people are pretty good about metagaming. Well, they're going to have to There's actually see you in game. Yeah. Perfect. And, and if they accidentally it, right? metagame, like I did with Raven the other day, because mm. I totally swear I heard yeah, her say werewolf. No. But that was probably just my brain knowing <laughs> that and, like, inserting what it already knew. But, so, it's it's easy to be like, oh, yep, sorry, reverse that. Okay. I never said that. <laughs> I don't actually know that thing. So people are pretty good about that. We've got a couple swashbucklers, right? Isn't Rin a swashbuckler? Which one? Uh, Pirate Rin? Pirate Rin. I think Pirate Rin's a swashbuckler, yes. Yeah. Spellblade, Shadow. Do we have any shadows? Is Straza a shadow? I know that. I don't know what Straza is. I, have I know no the dagger was a shadow. Um, we have a few ages. So we have a couple scouts. No shadows currently in game, no says shadows. Crow. Uh, let's see. We do have a thug or two in the mo in game at the moment. Um, Nevitz says I want an item duration extension for my armor, hoping I get that in the raffle. Uh, Mechernum says the I have a great I have a great guy to talk to. The good demon. He says lol, the good demon. <laughs> uh, then yeah, no, then see Oni was our last big shadow. I haven't oh. had another since really. Yeah, I have some for you, Shatsu, too. Okay. <laughs> Apparently. Like, I get it now. Yeah. Hmm. It's a good demon. Hey, I'm bringing you in on a plot. What? Oh, I'm becoming a, an NPC? I'm bringing you in on a plot. I don't know if you're going to... Yeah, okay. Sorry. How cool would that be? Uh, the, the good demon. Everyone looks at you and goes, And oh, then, God, so... Like, the other thing to think of, too, is that some of these classes have paths with them like the druid has the path of the earth walker the white knight has the code of the light walker and the 
Black Knight. The Black Knight has the code of the Nightwalker, which are things you want to read and you have to follow. You have to follow those or you lose class. Lame. Well, the code of the Lightwalker is extremely restrictive. <laughs> and it yeah. is very in-depth. It's yeah. pages. Oh. <laughs> the Earthwalker is pretty loose. Like that, though. Um, it gets a lot of role play. I don't it know that, that, that the um, know skills are necessarily yeah. super powerful compared to the other classes. Um, pretty, like, decently powerful. But lots and lots of role play involved. Um yeah. Because anytime it's intensive like that, you should benefit. Like, dark elves that have to wear so much makeup, they best have a good ability. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Nevitz, in reference yeah, our, to uh, the metagaming, he says, that being said, if you come in the game looking like a demonic abyssal user, then you may get a few suspicious eyebrow raises. I totally did. Everyone's like, okay, they move. You're fine. <laughs> like, they move, right? I'm like, yeah, they move. Yep. <laughs> it's just, just a headband. Just ahead, because your horns, yeah, <laughs> they glow in the dark. And I spent a lot of time on another character and never got to use them. So I'm like, I'm using them. I'm going to disguise myself as a fae, but I didn't have any glitter. Yeah. So, but now you don't have disguise, so that's true. Which is fine because I won't need it for a while. I'll still wear the headband. Let's see. I do miss racial benefits, penalties. I get why they got rid of it, but still miss miss, miss them. them. Yeah. Uh, Boji assumed he was a fae. Yeah. So did I. Everyone thought I was a fae too, and I said, I'm like, well, some days I am. Because that, that was my plan, was to do a disguise. I just didn't have any glitter. Yeah. So And it's so cold anyway that it wouldn't stay. Like, I sweat a lot, so, like, glitter would just go, boy, and be gone. Yeah. So. Okay. So that answers that question. You guys have any other questions? Okay. That's basically it. All right. Uh, so that'll be the end of this show. So we're, we're going to talk about a few things coming up. So first off, next week, season finale. I think we've got a little ad here for it. An evening with the Gerdetskis. Uh, so far, I have at least five of them that I know are coming. One of them is a tentative. I haven't heard from a few of the other ones. So, <laughs> but you, uh, <laughs> you know, you say that, but I'm excited. Then they're actually excited. I know that there's a few things that they want to talk about. Like they want to. Sabella kinda, gonna be in on that or no? Uh, she's one of the ones that so far said yes. yes. So, um, I have to. I'm gonna try to verify with them all today, though. So. Kill it with fire. Yeah, that's my saying. But he's saying that for the Gerdeskis. So yep. You don't know that. But whenever I go into anyone's stream, I say kill it with fire. So that's why he's saying nice. Yeah. So, uh, lol. so I'm excited for that. They're excited for it. There's some things that I guess that they want to kind of like put out in the open. Secrets. Yeah, that's all I'm going to say. So, um, yeah. He, so we're going to have him. Uh, Mechernum's going to be there. So I know that we're going to have, uh, anyway, we've got five of them, I think, for sure. I had to try to confirm with some more of them. So Also, if any of your previous guests want to come in to sit in and be here for that, they're more than welcome to. Okay. So that'll be kind of like a, a free-for-all, come sit in on the session and just- Come be walk. an audience. Yeah, come be an audience mm-hmm. member for either here or online. So that would be great. Um we also need to talk about, uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, the Castle of Chaos. I think they're finally closed now. Yeah. Not finally, but I think they're closed now. Yeah. Um, but they were a great, they're not were, but they are a great. Um, they're, oh, hold on. Yes, at noon is when the show will start, but I'm going to have them here a little bit earlier. So, um, 
but Castle has been a great partner for um, Mythic Realms. They let us use their building during the winter months so that we don't all freeze our butts off because we're all old now. We don't like the cold. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what they say. Um, if you are coming to the gaming center, be here by 1130. That's for the audience. Um, I think for the Gerdeskis, I want them here a little earlier so yeah, that we can do yeah. Yeah. some of the... Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll talk to them later <laughs> about that. So, um, so yeah, Castle of Chaos, their, their season just ended, but they do have their escape rooms that they've got. Um, so that might be something really to look cool. into uh, for people who are interested in that, who don't live today, that missed out on the haunt or something like that. There's some escape rooms that they do. Uh, and then we got to talk about, uh, we get to. I'm excited. We were talking about Ascendance Gaming Center that lets us do this talk show here. If it wasn't for Ascendance Gaming Center, this talk show would not be a thing. Because um, I just did not have the space for this at home, especially today with all these people. I would not be enabled to have done this. So uh, yes. we appreciate them. Uh, there's their website, uh, Ascendance Gaming Center. We have tournaments uh, coming up. Next week is Beat Savers on the VR at on saturday and then the following weekend is going to be hearthstone and a hearthstone fireside so if you don't want to do the tournament and you play with hearthstone you just want to get the turn the fireside back backs to the cards and the different things that that has come on in we'll be here all day um and then the last the saturday before thanksgiving is our big melee tournament smash melee um, so I heard you say something about how you've got to practice for Beat Saber. Yeah. If you sign up for the tournament, you get free practice sessions. Yeah. It's I have start I have a VR yeah. at home with Beat Saber on it, so I can practice. I'm just saying for every for everybody else out there, that's kind of a nice incentive too yeah. that you're going to get free today. sessions. Yeah. If starting you come today. And say, we heard this on on the Lark Lounge. We want to. You can start your coming in practice. Yep, come in and practice. Get your VR Beat Saber practice in. Uh, and then uh, I guess the last thing is is that this episode or all these episodes are live every Sunday at noon Mountain Standard Time, but we get them up on podcast on Anchor FM every Wednesday and on YouTube every Wednesday. They're usually there around 10 a.m. Um, that's not like a hard set in stone time. That's just like an average that's been happening. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of stuff. Tune in next week for the Garadetskis evening with them. Uh, it'll be a lot of fun. Starts at noon on the show. Uh, Outlander says you do have to pay half entry fee up front to receive the free practice sessions. That's, Which is just ten dollars. Yeah, ten. That's the full entry fee, or ten dollars uh, is the half. Twenty is the full entry. Fee. Okay, twenty is the full entry fee. That's good to know. Yeah, so, that's not much. Um, and doesn't some of that go into a prize pool? Yeah, some of it goes to the venue, and some of it goes into the prize pool, and then the top. I think is how he's got it set up. Breaks down a bit. So, um, so yeah, uh, tune into that. Bring yeah, and uh, so yeah, I think that's everything that we've covered. Um, Twelve to the prize, eight to the the Um, last thing, I know that um, with the holidays coming, well, I guess I'll talk about this next week. So go ahead and talk about this week. Reiterate it next week. Yeah. So with the holidays coming up. Season two is not going to start until the beginning of the new year. I just think it's going to be too hard to get guests and correlate it with my co-host and with guests and everything like that. So I just think that it's for November and December, we're just not going to have any episodes. There will be reruns on Twitch that you can always watch every Sunday from this uh, from 12 till however long they run, which has been about three hours on all of them. 
So I apologize for that. Nothing new, but it's just going to be too hectic, I think, for trying to organize the too many different people, like I said. So starting in January, we will start season two, which will go more into the classes. We are going to hopefully talk about backstories and and their importance and how not to put yourself into a corner with your backstory, like make it so that you're stuck with one type of thing. Um, and we're going to go into artificing in season two. Um, so hope, yeah, because <laughs> artificing is a whole new beast. I don't even know. We might do a few episodes on that because I know there's that much info. Oh, yeah. Um, I've been sat down and had it explained to me three or four times and I'm still like just barely yeah. starting to understand the basics. And, yeah. So yeah, proceed with caution says holidays. Let's see. Oh yeah. So Mechardum says that the Gerdeschis are going to be answering in and out of game questions. Um, Proceed says holiday season is hard to plan things and it, it is it's going to be hard and then he says artifice exclamation yeah. if you need to know anything about artifice yeah crow you're the one that I was hoping to have on the show for that so we'll talk about that a little bit later and season um, two we're going to try to touch with the other I think depends on how long season I, I kind of want every season to be ten episodes okay. and I kind of want season two to stick with mythic still and then season three we might hit alliance I don't know we'll just have to yeah. see it just depends on how long those things take to cover. Season two might be a shorter season, and then season three will go into Alliance and start doing some interviews with some Alliance people, go over their rules, and kind of like we did with this, it'll be a repeat of all their rules and yeah. and, and different stories and stuff like that, too. So, I can also I, help you with Nero, if you want. There is okay. a Utah Nero chapter, but it's very... Intense. Uh, yeah, it's a different kind of game. It's okay. very... Okay. Yeah, because I want to I want to showcase a lot of different ones that are here in Utah because there's different flavors for different people, and oh, I, yeah, I, I want to sure. showcase all of that. So, um, anyway, I appreciate everyone for being here. I appreciate everyone with all the subs. Like I said, we should have the new emote coming up soon. Um, I just have to wait for Twitch to approve it, and I put it in on Friday, so it's the weekend. So they're probably not even looking at it. Yesterday. Oh, yesterday Saturday. So I put it in on the weekend. So I doubt they're even looking at it. So. Mine took like. Two and a half weeks to approve. Yeah, so yeah mine only took a couple days. It so. depends. It varies. Yeah, so hopefully we'll see it. So, anyway, thanks everyone for being here. Appreciate it. Talking, asking questions, making comments. And uh, we'll see you all hopefully next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.